welcome to the Megavision Sideshow, where everything's... Oh, I'm reading the same as yours last time. Well, it's still made up and the points don't matter, but this is the Megavision Sideshow, where we stray away from gaming news, what we've been playing, to talk about just one movie, TV show, maybe a single game or a genre. This week, we've been able to tie it into the magazine with an upcoming feature that we'll talk about later on, but we are going to be talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the cinematic release... With me today is the master of the katana and maybe the egg timer, Chris. Cowabunga! And he's probably the one that stole Master Splinter's legs from this entire movie, Sketchcraft. Uh, so, hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Scotty made a funny. Uh, <laughs> a second one, yeah. And that's right. I Sometimes you can see my eye holes. I am Scotty Moe. So... We're going to be discussing the third Teenage Mutant, live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, but before we do that, we'll go around the table and just kind of talk about our own history with this. We, we figure the first and second movies have been discussed to Ignosium, so we'll just go ahead and skip those. Everyone can hear about our opinions somewhere else, probably on those or any other one of blah, blah, whatever. It's the first and second. Nobody talks about the third one. You're about to learn why, but Chris, why don't you uh, regale us with how familiar you are with this film? Uh, so not a whole lot. I, I don't, I know I've seen, I had seen some of it like before, but I don't think I've actually sat through and watched it from beginning to end, like ever. Um, I just know that I, I remember that it was bad. I remember scenes from the movie, but, uh, before I sat down and actually watched through this whole thing, I, I, I realized as I was, you know, finishing up the movie that I'm like, man, I never, I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. So um, I, I watched it this morning, and then I watched it uh, also a couple nights ago. And my kids actually sat and watched it with me. And I, I think they they liked it well enough. Uh, it kept their attention, I should say, uh, should throughout we, most of the movie. Um, you have is, like 15 children, though. Which age range are we talking here? It was Odin, who's seven, and also uh, Christopher... Isabel was kind of back and forth, but Christopher's 12, and so like 7 and 12-year-olds, which is okay. like what this movie was made for, you know, like that, yeah. that kind of age range. So um, aside from that, like, I mean, I was a huge Turtles fan growing up, though. I think my uh, – I, I don't remember if I got into like the cartoon or the movie first. I can't remember, but also like the video games, the, the toys, I had all, uh, you know, a lot of those uh, growing up. Uh, I mean, I hated the fucking first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on the NES because of how difficult it was. But once, uh, you know, the the arcade brawlers started coming out, I, I really got into those and really, really love those games. But uh, always been a big Turtle fan. Very cool. Um, yeah, OK. So, Sketch, what about you? All right, I'm going to chew up some time here, folks, but uh, I, I'll promise I won't be the one talking the whole episode. But you just got to go with me on this. So. One, um, I got the stomach flu a few days ago, and so I spent uh, Thursday throwing up like 13 times in a day, and uh, then I had to watch this movie. So, like, <laughs> and then you threw up some more. So I was like, you know, it can't possibly <laughs> be worse than what I've been going through, and, and it wasn't. I'm not going to sit there and be a snarky ass, but like, the thing with this film is. Um, it starts off with the best intentions. Like, maybe I'm not so sick. You know, maybe just got an upset stomach. And then, oh, no, it gets worse and worse and worse. But when this film first came out, like, I draw because literally, okay, I'm not going to say I draw because of the Turtles, but I wanted to be a comic artist because of Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird because they, they created this 
book and then be, they got rich off it, you know? And I was like, wow, you can actually do well, you know, like you could, you could, you could, and you could, you know, create things that people enjoy and they make toys. And so I found the turtles through these books called the first public first publishing released three uh, graphic novels, um, cr- recoloring and collecting different turtle stories. And this movie is sort of a loose adaptation of the third it's book three. I have it right here. Um, it's when the turtles actually teamed up with Cerebus. If you remember that combo character by Dave Sim. And if you go into the third turtles book, book three, and you go to like page 37. Yeah. Um, sorry, 38. It starts there. And there's this whole like sequence of this. There's this chick named Renee and she has this scepter that she steals from her time Lord. And she, she's tired of being a servant. So um, she goes to New York and she just inadvertently drops it on the turtles. And then um, she, she grabs them and they go to someplace where no one ever recorded time. And it takes them back into medieval times. And she, um, they find Cerebus and they have to defeat this demon lords who's sieging a castle or anything. And so, and then at the very end of that story, there's this minor story about the pre-teenage mutant turtles and it opens up. And the reason why I bring this up is it opens up with this one shot. It's on page 83 with um, this guy running. He's a Japanese man and he's running and he sees all these samurai soldiers and he's in the middle of the samurai battle. And then he wakes up and he's in modern day Japan and he's the son of a Yakuza. Like he was like, he was seeing like his DNA history or something. And I feel like whoever, someone read these three and were like, we could adapt this, you know, like look at Japanese thing. And then they go back in time. Like, and I could see this. And even in the Mirage Studio comics, there were, there were different stories where they wore Japanese outfits and the turtles were always doing time hopping. So when the first, when the third movie was announced and it looked like it was going to be samurais and stuff, I'm like, well, that, okay. One, I was excited because the second movie was mostly shot on a soundstage, you know? And I was really, I, I was not a fan of the second movie when I was a kid. Like I walked out of there, not, not mad, like Ghostbusters 2 pissed me off, but Turtles 2 was like, whatever you know what i mean it could be worse and they weren't using their weapons and there was jokes and the effects work wasn't as good um so with this i was like immediately in the trailer they're using their weapons they're wearing samurai stuff they're out shooting on location Corey feldman's got his voice back you know i mean donatello so so i'm like going into this going like all right you know what i mean this could be all right and uh yeah and that that you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I could see all these elements from this different comic stuff. It's like, it's like when you, you know, some people go into movies now, like Civil War, and they go, you know, I see the elements of the comic, but that's not really the way it happened in the comic. And I'm like, look, that's a pretty good fucking movie. You want to go see a movie where there's elements from the comic and it doesn't work at all? Go fucking watch Turtles Three, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I could see how it it started off in a development. It probably sounded great on paper. Yeah, but then the studio exec, and as a matter of fact, I even wrote, as we go through it, I have time codes. I wrote down, you could see where the studio got involved. You know what I mean? Like 100%. So, um, and then also, look, this 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 movie was made on the cheap. It's not, it's not even kidding ourselves, you know? So, but I mean, I, I rented it. I didn't get to see it in the theaters. God, I don't even think it played in theaters around us. Um, I saw it on pay-per-view, you know, oh, wow. so like, remember, remember pay per view. <laughs> so pay per view was this thing where if you wanted to watch, 
movies, you they they play at a certain time. You get to call up a number and buy it on the phone, and then it would start at a certain time, and you would record it, and you'd have a bootleg copy. That's why I laugh when people go, "Bootlegs are ruining movies." I'm like, we all did pay per view when I was a kid. <laughs> so, recordings. Mm-hmm. So I just remember me and my buddy Rich, who were the biggest Turtle fans. Um, you know, there were parts where we were like we could ignore, but there were parts where we couldn't. You know, and it's 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 a giant. It's nowhere near the first movie, but it, this film, um, you know, you didn't you didn't feel like 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 Batman Forever. I felt when that eventually came out, you felt there was hope for another Batman. It could get better. It didn't, but you felt, hey, you know, they they could they could get better than this, right? With this one, I was like, well, I guess that's over. You know? Yeah, they probably all felt like that at the end of this movie. They're like, okay, we're we're done <laughs> with that. Uh, at least for a couple of decades or so. And if anyone's interested in that um that book, Scotty, I could send you a link or whatever if you're Yeah, I was trying to I was out. trying to look it up and listen to you at the same time and I didn't find it quick enough. So They're super cool. hard to find, man. Like I have my original copies in pretty great condition, but like um they're amazing because they're printed oversized. So they're like eight and a half by 11 and the original comics from black and white, but these were hand painted. So they're airbrushed and gouache painted over the line. Oh I mean, not under the line. So it keeps the line art, but like, this was how I came to the turtles, these four books. So you could, I mean, like, I just keep thinking like if they had had, you know, I don't, I don't want to eat up all the time here, but like if they had just had, some kind of like Jim Henson storyteller budget, you know what I mean? This yeah. storyteller series that they could have done more with this if there'd been something there, but yeah, yeah, it, it left me as a bum. I, I, yeah, I think I think that's a lot of people's ideas. Is like this. I feel like this could have been better, and and it pretty much ends there. <laughs> but let's let's be fair. And this is the thing too. Before we go into all this, I just feel like whenever I talk to people about this movie, I feel like everyone's seen the angry video game nerd review you yeah, know yeah i tried to look up stuff for it and like actual reviews and that was literally the only thing i could find no one has talked about this movie apparently so besides I, him and now us i feel like when i talk to people about it i'm just hearing them tell me his review I like i'm that. not hearing their their opinions you know what i mean like right do you really have an opinion like because this film although disappointing like it wasn't like the turtles concert you guys remember the Turtles Rock Boy, concert coming out of our shelves? Yeah, I like that. the shit out of that cassette tape, unfortunately. <laughs> right. Have you watched it, though? Mm-hmm. Nightmares. See, with that cassette tape, you could somehow, like, convince yourself if you were a hardcore fan. Well, you know, I mean, my friends won't dig this, but I could secretly enjoy this. But if you watched it, you're like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so I did watch the first two Turtles movies like over and over and over again as a kid. So sure, um, yeah, I, I was a huge fan of those, but I just never got into this one for whatever reason. Yeah, um, well, my quick background on it too. Um, I I still have a vivid memory of going into the theater for the first Turtles movie, even though I was only five. But I remember the exact theater, looking at the poster, like stunned little Scotty, and um, <clears throat> Mikey was always my favorite. Uh, pretty much if you go to my mom's attic, you can find all my old Michelangelo toys. Uh, I have a tattoo of him and Raph, and I'm going to get the other two on me at some point. Um, I, it's an understatement to say that I was excited for a third Turtles movie. I think as a kid, I liked the second one more, but again, that's because it was more for kids. But now as an adult, I definitely like the first one the best. Um, 
But uh, yeah, that this movie was confusing to say the least, at, at least for me as a child. So I think both all of uh, you guys have kind of already said my my similar experiences with it, just how it's jarring and it could have been better and it was something else. But the toys were cool because you could take the little mask off them and oh, it's a turtle, put the mask back on. Oh, they're Shogun, you know, all that fun stuff. Um, so let's go into it, though. Uh, we'll lead up by how well the box office was. For the first Turtles movie, um, it had an estimated budget of $13 million and it made $202 million. Wow. Uh, the second one had an estimated budget of $25 million. Opening weekend, it was only $20 million, but overall it was $78 million. And then this one had an estimated budget of $21 million. Overall, it made 42, but opening weekend, it made 12 million. So, like, just over half of their budget the opening weekend, as opposed to crazy numbers for the first two. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes for this movie the tomato meter is 23%, audience score 34%. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I will mention that it did win one award at the Kids' Choice Award 94, the uh, Blimp Award for Favorite Animal Star. Whatever that means. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay. i'm not exactly sure I, I didn't i didn't look far enough into it to see like what is what what's an animal i don't know i just saw it won an an award so uh but we didn't even really talk about we loosely talked about the what the plot is essentially um april rolls in from a flea market and has some gifts for the green guys and hands them all out uh cool lampshade for mikey um a japanese history book on swords i think for leonardo um raf gets a fedora and donnie gets a transistor radio uh splinter gets a cool staff looking egg timer thing and um what happens is it lights up there's lightning and suddenly poof april's gone and some japanese dudes in her place um hold on so i just want to talk about this opening thing so so here's the thing, right? Oh, ZZ Top. I, I love the the look and the feel of the first film, like you know, and mm-hmm. it was dark, and it, it and, and the darkness felt like the inking of the the lion work in the comic to me. It wasn't like, oh, look, it's, it's dark because it shadows. It's like, well, it felt like how it looked in the comic. And with the second one, like I don't know what it was, man. That fucking studio. I've heard every interview I could remember. And they were like, well, because parents complained it was too dark. And right. I'm just like, but you sold a million toys and the movie sold. So I don't fucking know why they listened to fucking parents. You know what I mean? Yep. And so the second film, it was all evenly lit and they never use their weapons, especially the opening sequence where they're using like yo-yos and shit. <laughs> yeah. You Sausage. Know? And so you go to this one and I feel like the opening sequence is some attempt to feel like, hey, we're making good on this. Right. So mm-hmm. look, here's here's some kind of like i mean it's not dark as the first one it's not as bright as the second one sort of somewhere in between they're using their weapons right but all look they're all so dancing it's like it's like they're trying to appease right like they're trying and the and the puppet work is here's where the really gets bad the puppet Uh work is two steps down from the second move and the second move was way worse than the first so um like splinter splinter looks like uh you know chuck e cheese mm-hmm. like you remember they did the animatronic bands at chuck oh, e. they cheese? had a mouse or a rat or something in theirs yeah but like the way his eyes move is like like it's, it's like a, <laughs> it's like on a slide you know uh-huh. like, it looks I, I, scary I'm, at the time i was like you know remember saying at the time they could have got the robot from mystery crow from mystery science theater 3000 <laughs> yeah they and it would have defer to him yeah, we really. The... <laughs> He'd at least have legs then. 
<laughs> you, you know, I mean, that, and I just, they, they, and the turtles themselves. So when the second film came out, you guys remember they had these realistically, they had these version of the turtles for the second film that were realistically textured. They're supposed to feel like the, the, the suits from the film. Oh, the suits themselves. Okay, I thought you meant like the toys. They were, they were supposed to be like movie versions of the turtles. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're fucking kids' toys back in the day, so they weren't. Yeah, but, but they, they were had like, like rubber instead of plastic with these, and they had spots painted on them, and it was like, look, their movie feel. You know, yeah. Um, and I felt like these were just they. Someone got those toys, and were like, you know what? We'll just blow those up and make those <laughs> into fucking suits, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you if you hold those toys up to to these guys you know like look at this and the spots they're way too big yeah so they're, they're about the size of the ones on the toys if you had to enlarge them three thousand percent so right. they look like age spots or i don't know they just looks weird they yeah it's odd they look really bad that is their worth... teeth are just gigantic yeah oh yeah we'll get into that don't you worry um but yeah i actually do want to back up a little bit from what rob said with their introductions because yeah the first two movies um turtles one and two they're both introduced with a fight scene um, <clears throat> whether it's in the shadows or not, because the first one they save April and they're, you know, but you still, that's kind of your introduction to them is still, they kick the asses of some punks on the street. And then the second one, the same deal, they're fighting, be it with, uh, baloney and yo-yos and rock'em sock'em clown punching things, but, but it's still a fight. But this one, yeah, they're coming out to ZZ Top and they're doing like a conga line and then they're sort of sparring with a dummy. And then, oh, we got to be a little bit edgy. So Raph throws his side right in the boombox. Ah, oh. and then we go into it. Yeah. You know, and look, let's give some props to the, the stunt court people in these suits who have to do that shit in a suit. Yeah. You know, because I mean, if you've ever just wa- walked around in any kind of full body suit like that, any any kind, just walk around somewhere in that, it, it's so insanely hot. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I know when people complain, I wish they were men in suit. I'm like, yeah, I, I do. I prefer that. I like the turtles in the suits versus maybe CGI, but, but, Man, I gotta, I gotta respect the fact that doing stunts and that shit. I mean, like they should win Oscars, you know? Yeah, like, they that's, were like that's claustrophobic hard... horror stories from the first movie. Yeah, I, I'm extremely claustrophobic after working in tanks, you know, in the army. So it's like I like think about with that that you know that Vader shot in the Revenge of the Sith where the helmet comes over you. They put the turtle head on you. You know, yeah. <laughs> you put the turtle head and you're looking at their mouths. And you're just seeing teeth and shit. And I'm like, I don't want to ever do that. No. You know? so yeah so this opening i felt was like trying to blend the two and this is the first time when i was a kid like this is 94 when i saw because it was a year after it came out in theaters Mm -hmm. and this is the first time i was able to like start to piece these things together like oh i can see where the studios are trying to you know what i mean like they're trying to have it both ways and yeah um but yeah, the uh, you could the ADR is really bad. Let's not let's not kid her. The the ADR is additional line recording. So like oh yes, oh yes. There's just a dialogue recording. So so that's where when their mouths aren't moving and they're just throwing words over it. Now they did it in the first film, but it's it's done very well. Yeah, I Here, feel like they just had less control over the lips or something in this one. There is none. Um, <laughs> and and matter of fact, I have I have a few time codes later on that I have one specifically that I'm like. I don't even know who this is who did it. Like, and I would like to know who did it because I don't think it's the actual actor. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about the voices? These are all the same turtle voices as the first one, except for Raph. 
Um, the, oh, yeah. Robbie Wrist is Mike and... <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, which, by the way, if you look in the credits, Robbie Wrist has a registered trademark. Oh, I saw that. I wondered about that. What is that? <laughs> Have you ever seen a registered trademark after an actor's name in the no. movie credits before? I don't know. I I saw that and I had to pause it. I'm, and I'm like trying to – I couldn't really Google that. But <laughs> so it was yeah, a like, weird thing. Does Robbie – do you know those things where you can pay actors to say something for like 100 bucks or something? Yeah. Paris Hilton. That's how she think... made her career. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking. There's a place you can go, like these sites you can go to, like where you pay like fifty bucks. Oh, like yeah. um, Mark McGrath fucking broke up with someone the other day because they paid him to, you know, break up, make a breakup video. Yeah, like a voicemail or something like that. I I gotta think Robbie Wrist is doing that, right? I guess. Like, I would so, like. Yeah. I would pay Robbie Wrist to explain the registered trademark after his name. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny yeah. is, uh, it's full circle a little bit for angry video game nerd because robbie wrist ended up doing a voice in the angry video game nerd movie well there we go there we go and i guess the Paige turco is the actress from for april from she came two. back from so, two yeah and yeah and then eventually you know casey jones will show back up so like you could see again i've, I've said this is the third fucking time but you could see them trying the studio mm-hmm. trying to create this blend right we can create mm-hmm. this blend of the first and second film and everyone's going to be happy yeah it's on my yeah, it, it's kind of it kind of like goes back and forth because it's like it, it starts out with what is this fight scene but then it's like oh that's classic april we remember her and then it's like what is going but then later on it's like oh casey's here all right now it's gonna get good <laughs> you know the gang's back together again something like that where were you so starting did, to say though, with... chris no i was just gonna say like have an overall thing is like i think um my biggest issue with the movie is just that there's like the there, there's not really like like a really bad villain in this movie at all like it's like it just depends on like what perspective like you're you're like looking at it from and no one's i mean well let me tell you where they missed the mark right so even if if i had to if i was if i was stuck at the studio look i've worked on projects i was like fuck this but i gotta earn a living so um and so anytime you work on something that you know maybe you not be seen as cool or it's not that you do your best to make it cool right and mm-hmm. I look at this and I'm like, there's a lot of these parallels. There's this thing in the movie where you, there's a scroll and you could see these turtles defeated his ancient ancestors, the emperor's ancestors. And so we must defeat them. What if he had invoked a spirit and that spirit was the spirit of like the shredder? You know what I mean? Yeah. Easy. And he quick had become tie-in. like a demon lord. Of, and then he could look like the Lord, the demon Lord that's actually in this graphic novel that fight who has spikes coming out of his shoulders. Hmm. He's sort of shredder. You're not really shredder ass cause he has horns and a tail. But they could have done there's a I remember in the Turtles, the first movie is based off the fourth book in the first publishing series. Right. Is what the entire first movie is based off of. So if you want to see a good like here's what they adapted into a movie straight up, it's that fourth book. Um but there's a sequence where April's on the farm and she's having a nightmare about the foot attacking her in her um antique shop. Antique shop from yeah. the first film. And the shredder like in the, the 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 foot soldiers are all demons. You know, spikes coming all out of them, and they're all in red, and they rip to the floor, and they're going to eat her alive, and she wakes up out of it. And I'm like, he could have become like a demon or something, you know, and that could have right. that could have been, you know, which is weird. At the end. It's weird that they don't do that because some like the small amount of reviews that I found is like people trying to say that the guy that is played by Casey's same actor 
they try to say like, oh, he is an ancestor of Casey, and they even throw in the rat in there. And it's like, well, why not just say, oh, this guy is a descendant of, you know, Hiroku Saki or something. Like, just throw it in there just so they're slightly shredder, just to make the fans happier, you know? Right, or he could have unleashed a spirit that cursed that guy's family, something. you know, who was yeah. Roko Nagi, who, you know, begat Roko Saki. Mm-hmm. That could have, you know, so they could have ended up creating an origin for themselves if you wanted to to do that but i sort of think like that thinking is above people's heads right (laughs) (laughs) in these studios you know like that's that's like that's way above their heads you know like especially in 1993 so Mm -hmm. yeah there is no there is no clear villain and it becomes very clear i want to say around the 40 between the 40 and 50 minute mark this film has no no purpose whatsoever yeah there's oh there's we'll no there, fighting but, yeah, yeah we'll get there we'll get there, <laughs> we'll get there. but this opening sequence i, I don't have a question so those antique items does she get them from her shop or she did she buy them shit around town? i think she she bought them because she says yeah. like she bought them at like a thrift like store yeah, or something that, like that like I, I thought that's what she said but i didn't really think about it until later and i was like dude she had a fucking antique shop and she goes this is the thing that bugged me when I, was, I remember remember thinking this. She goes, I think it's an antique or something. I'm like, you own an antique shop. You fucking know an antique. <laughs> Just throw so, away you know, like, the plot of the whole be, first movie. You should be Connor uh, Duncan or Connor McCloud in fucking Highlander with all the fucking antiques, you know, that that, that were collected throughout the fucking, you know what I mean? You could explain yeah. to people shit, you know? It like, could have easily been like, oh, I was just cleaning out my shop and I found these things. But no, we don't want to make that much sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not. Uh, so you know, like that's where I'm like, all right, and whatever. You know, we and, actually skipped like the actual opening scene of the movie, though. Like, well, the they movie open doesn't up. open with this. The movie opens, oh, yeah. with um, like it, it's set, and it just says like 1603 or something like that, and it's it's a a writer is running, you know, is 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 trying to get away from these other four uh people or humans on horseback that's chasing him uh and he's just trying to get away from them uh i guess and i i I, when i first started seeing i I didn't know if they were trying to make it seem like like that those were the turtles because there was four of them chasing one other person and so i didn't know if like they were trying to like have this like mysterious like opening bit like because you never really see uh the writers faces or anything in that opening bit so i didn't really know kind of where what they were trying to do with that it's Um, a weird misleading thing yeah yeah, but no, look, no, it is. Look, it's not misleading. Artistically, they're like, yeah, it can represent that. There's some symbolism there uh, or some imagery that's, you know, invocative. But is it or isn't? And I could see artistically why they did that. And those are um, the four dudes that end up getting, like, transported. Back yeah, they're the, the future, four right? honor, guard, the honor guard guys, guys right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, those are the four honor guards. Yeah. This is – and so this is where when I saw the movie, I'm like, oh – Look, they're outside. They're actually shooting on location. You know, like it's glad to see some real light back in a fucking movie with this. Um, so I, I was actually red, like a uh, filter or whatever they did actually like looked pretty cool, because especially with like the rising sun. So it immediately you know it's like in Japan, the land of the rising sun. Like I thought, well, it's Oregon, unfortunately, because that part <laughs> I actually been there before. Like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, it's oh shit, they went oh, to with Oregon the, with the waterfall and stuff. <laughs> That's where. So look, here's the thing. This film was directed by the director was was it Stuart. 
Gillard, Gillard, uh, something like that. Let me get it back in front of me here. Yeah, Stuart. He's a Gillard. television director. He's a mm-hmm. television director. If this movie had been released as a three-part episode on Fox Kids, right? Well, like we probably would be way more apologetic to it. Probably. You know what I mean? Compared to what the TV show became, hmm. you know, like when you think about it, you're like, but this definitely feels like a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. That's so funny when, you say that, or is that what you're leading into? The, uh Originally, the movie was going to be called The Next Mutation, this third movie. No, I'm not that clever. I'm just telling you by observation. <laughs> it gotcha. looks and feels like a TV show. Like, yeah. And and this is why when, when people who don't, I'm not going to say when you haven't made it, when you haven't gone through the process of being held to, I don't want to say what standard, like when you have to entertain people and you get paid for it, you develop a certain level of talent, right? And so when you want to, at a movie level, and I've worked with, you know, screenwriters and filmmakers, you know, when they're telling stories and they do it well, that's really fucking hard. So when when people on the internet are like, oh, you should do this and put the scene in and put that there, understand it could come out very by the numbers if you did that. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a lot of television, a lot of television is very by the numbers. Here's the plot point. We do this thing. We do that. We do this. And this is what it looks like when you're just going down the line. Yeah. But there's no, there's no, no voice. Where's the voice here, right? Where's the emotional through line? Where's the soul of this film? In the first film, there was a soul. You, you could feel it too, especially like when Splinter's in the fire and he goes, I love you, my... I'm going to cry now thinking about it. I'm such a fucking nerd, right? Like, well, I mean, yeah, no, going, going to Splinter... Right? Though, I love like... you, my... And they're all crying and shit and they're out there and you're just like... And it just holds on that sunset and you're like, oh, I'm shedding a tear, you know? Yeah, like, and that's kind of how Splinter's introduced in that movie, though, too, with Soul, because he's just introduced with literally the light of a match, you know? Like, just that scene as well. Right, so when people shit on fucking making films, I'm like, look, it's really fucking hard. It's really, really, so we expect when people spend millions of dollars to do it and, you know, get us all hyped up that they put the fucking effort in. And here, it just really feels like this was supposed to be a TV show. Now, you're saying it was? Oh, no, I'm, I'm saying like it, it was leading into it and it kind of, oh. it's what they adapted into the show. <clears throat> now, I could see if they wanted to get this guy to be like the head showrunner that they got sets and they were putting together the, the sets for it, you know, the, the setup for it. I could sort of see like they were trying to put together the crew for that, but I, there's a lot of this that reeks of tax credits to me with this film. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I actually, again, I've taken fucking timestamps, but um, I, I'm, I'm meandering. I just feel like that's where th- I got a little hopeful with the opening mm-hmm. and then with the ZZ top, mm, you know, what I mean? but oh look, some fighting. Oh shit. And then with the antiques and eh, oh, who knows? And I was like, Oh, this is going to be an up and down. <laughs> I remember my, my buddy and Rich and I were like, Oh, we liked it, but we, we always said we like shit. Cause he's going to go, you remember liking it. I'm like, we always said we liked it. Then we went back to our rooms and had our own fucking opinions. Cause we mm-hmm. were afraid for a while we had to go off to our separate fucking how homes and think about it. And I'd go, well, you know, I like this and that, but this is stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I felt, Chris, you, you said you didn't like the first Turtles game because it was too hard, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it was just brutally hard. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's one of those games that's it's what it's kind of known for. Now, I mean, I did enjoy parts of the game. It wasn't all bad. I didn't just hate it. But it was just one of those games I'd get to a certain point and I just I would get crushed. This movie reminds me of that game. 
<laughs> you know, where you're like, yeah, I mean, I could see where they're 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 in the right place, but it feels like it would, you know, budgets and time and get it out for Christmas and you know, like it, yeah, it's, and the overall theme mm. of like this is the turtles. I like the turtles. I should like this, right? So she shows him the scepter. Now, I got really excited when that scepter showed up because I'm like, I remember the scepter from the comic. You know, yeah, like, the story's been told name. twice before this movie even came out. Of them, What's like, going funny, back though, to Japan and stuff. Sorry. With Renee, Renee in the, 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 Renee, Renee in the comic was this busty chick with clocks hanging all off her outfit. All it was right. crazy, crazy design. She giant tits. But she took her hat off and she, she looked like Paige Tuco. Like she had the short yeah. brown hair. So I was like, are they gonna are we gonna see her her boobs? <laughs> <You know? laughs> They're gonna you know, is this oh no, okay, all right, all right, you know, I guess we're Quite not gonna an do that. Overall. But, yeah, and I think like where it gets cheap, and here's when the movie gets really cheap, where that pearl starts to spin. And it's just a spinning pearl. Oh, yeah, and it, like, stops for a second, too. It's like, I'm like, even the He-Man movie put some effort into this. You know what I mean? Yeah, Can we not get some... Just some... a consistent spin. Come on, guys. Well, Highlander 2 had some animated effects here, buddy. Remember the quick Highlander 2, the quickening? Like, mm-hmm. an, an, you got you got animate something, folks. You know, mm-hmm. like... So, basically, what ends up happening, yeah. So, like, so, somehow the scepter gets activated, and, like, the like she gets transported back into the 1600s and this dude named Kinshi, like they swap places somehow. And for whatever reason, they also swap clothes, like whatever clothes they're wearing, the other person is wearing their clothes, which it never explains like why that nicely. is. But yet she can also, but she can transport her Walkman with her, but she can't transport and, her clothes. Yeah. he She takes her Walkman. He has his Katana still. Look, I grew up watching Doctor Who, so I let some of this shit go. Yeah. Right? Where where the movies is questionable to me is I'm like, I know these people had to have seen Doctor Who because of their age and the time. So why? So, okay. People speak English. Oh. Japanese people speak English. And I figure, okay, they're not they speaking English. They do explain English, that in the movie, though. Yeah, it was, a, it was a throwaway line. They do and they don't. All right. So they just don't keep consistent with it. But all, like... They're not speaking English. We're just hearing it because obviously we're fucking, you know, American. And then they're speaking Japan. But then everyone in the fucking Japan speaks broken English whenever they, they start talking to the turtles. Grandson, you know, like, oh, all right. Um, but this, this scepter, it could have been something where, I don't know, maybe they were oh. like, you know, like the fucking, if you're within proximity to it, you could understand people shit. I got you, you know, like yeah. they made a big deal out of trying to understand the language gap between you know what i mean like it was a bigger deal in this movie than i felt it should have been and then you're right it's transporting her walkman but like it doesn't transport certain clothes and it reforms things and i don't know i mean look i you look at that and you're like well i mean a delorean went back in time you know like let's just think about it <laughs> like i know that seems plausible to us because they made it look cool but I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson's like, get the fuck out of here with that fucking DeLorean going back in time shit. You know what I mean? Speaking <laughs> of. Someone's super smart. Uh, speaking of, this was a good year for ZZ Top because this is when Back to the Future 3 came out. So. Wait, 1993? Uh, no, this was in 90. Um, the No, back Turtles 3 came out in 93, man. Uh, Turtles 1 came sure. out in 1990. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong These movies MVP were made like in quick succession. Um, yeah. 
so, it felt longer though, doesn't it? Like yeah. if you remember, <laughs> it, it should have felt, been. It should have let I, let these movies have time to breathe. The first one with me was sixth grade, and the second one was going into around the eighth grade, seventh to eighth grade, and then this one was around my sophomore year. Well, so and I also just, like when you see a studio pump out movies this quickly, you you can just know like they're just trying to you know, like milk it for what they can as, you know, because they probably thought like, Hey man, this is going to be a fad and let's just try to churn out as many of these shit bag movies as quick as we can and, and just get what we can out of it while we can. But mm-hmm. um, it's, it's funny. Cause like at one scene and we're jumping a little bit ahead, but I, it's like Donatello somehow like figures out, like he's doing some math equations and stuff and he like figures out like how, the 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 scepter works and i just want to read a few lines from it because i <laughs> i don't know if like they consulted uh, with some sort of like scientist or whatever but it's <laughs> funny because whoever wrote this it was great so he says if i subtract the the cosine from the inverted integer then i can take the flangular and put that here oh that's it of course it's equal mass displacement mm-hmm. and so he he finally says, uh, for everyone of us who goes back, someone from the past will come here. But the problem is that switch will only work under one condition. And Kinshin is there. Oh, yeah. And he says, it will only work if the magic travelers each have the same weight. And he's like, bingo. Gee, you guys do have a good educational system, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, that's where it gets fucking racially insensitive, right? Like, even as a like, kid, I was oh like, my God, no. really? okay, here's the thing, though, right? If I, if you, if you drew that in an indie comic and you read it panel for panel, you would chuckle you, because there's scenes in even the turtles comic where like they go back in time and these, these warriors are looking at the, they're looking at Cerebus. You've seen through Cerebus's eyes at these, these barbarians. Cause they had just said, we need to go back to a time where time isn't recorded. Then they cut to Cerebus. You're just looking through his eyes at these barbarians. are like, what time is it? We don't record time here. Ha <laughs> ha. And they look at the castle and they go, Oh, it gives me the goosebumps or some shit. And you chuckle, and you're like, oh, that's fun. But in a movie, you're like, uh... You know, so, like, I can... Equivalent exchange. Yeah, right. (laughs) Someone broke the fucking seal, right? Taboo, you know? And so... (laughs) losing limbs here, folks. I think we should, before we go on, like... My biggest issue with this movie is the whole way that, like, the, the writers didn't understand the concept of, like time at all because it's basically the whole setup is that if someone from the past activates the scepter at the same time someone in the future is touching the scepter then they'll both activate and they'll transport each other back in time but that's not like the way time works like you're not going to like touch it exactly at the same time when someone from like 400 years in the past touches it that's not how it like works like they're but always Chris, would have do you really that. know how time works let's be and honest so, like like, like you like, you can see i could be in a room with you as a writer right and i'm like but do you really tell me how time actually i know works. that it well, doesn't work like that and it, then he, it doesn't work where you like, take a nuclear like, fission and you like, shove it into a delorean and you drive really fast and you end up back in time like at least you kind of explain <laughs> it away but this is like even but like if you have I, to I can't imagine like like None of that makes any sense whatsoever. When I saw that the first time, I'm like, what the hell is that? It's not the, it doesn't make sense. The problem is they didn't sell the emotion of it. Mm -hmm. See, when, 
when Doc Brown explains how time travel works, he doesn't just it doesn't just magically happen and then he's stuck back in time and they have to explain it after the fact. They ramp up to it. He does a whole profile. He's got to film him. He does the testing. Then the Libyans show up. And then it's it builds up. It builds up until he goes back into time. You're like, the only way he can escape is going, look, you get goosebumps. Da, da, da. Like, they, they don't, there is no emotional core to this film. Nothing. It's just a Yoshi series of events that happen to move. in this movie, the little boy. There's like a six-year-old kid. Okay, I'll, when we get to that 40-something minute mark, which I've explained <laughs> to you, there's a yeah. section of the film where the fucking studio <laughs> yeah, i'm gonna show you where the tax credits come rolling in dude but <laughs> so that's their so, brilliant plan though is equal time mass i, for, I already forgot what you said <laughs> and that's a whole throwaway thing too like they I don't even like really had, explore that i just like how he had old ass fucking computers even by 1993 standard like i'm yeah. looking at it like i'm like i get he's digging this shit out of the fucking trash heap like you right. know peter parker would in civil war but he would have been digging out an apple too i mean or an, a macintosh from 87 80. he would have had color screens he wouldn't like dude we're talking <laughs> maybe, orange maybe that's CRTs. why he had like six monitors around him is because that equals what would be won by standard in that year it's like what is it like the playstation folding or whatever they did like back they didn't even PS3 have a nintendo where was the opportunity to have an nes somewhere around there right yeah, like, somebody would have at thrown least it out the, by then in ghostbusters 2 they hooked up an nes advantage to this statue of liberty you know right something so, so so right before this we we actually like get introduced to to lord norinaga um who right. is actually kinshi's father apparently he's some evil warlord but he's actually the same actor who plays in Bloodsport. He's Van Damme's Shidoshi in Bloodsport. Who I saw that the first time. I was like, holy shit, it's him! I love him. That guy's great. He's actually I knew really... him from Gung Ho when I saw him. Mr. Gung Ho guy! Because right? <laughs> I, I, was, I was an idiot kid, you know? <laughs> I didn't watch my first Kurosawa film until three, two or three years after this. So, you know, I was... I guess his name's uh, San Shimano. Uh, yeah, he would eventually do the voice of the Emperor in Samurai Jack. Ah, uh, cool. Oh, okay. And so... And so, and then there's another a girl who we we see uh, briefly in that opening bit. Um, her name's uh, Mitsu, and mm-hmm. I guess like her and Kinshi have some sort of uh, she's leading a, like I guess a rebellion of sorts against Norinaga. The resistance. Norinaga's she's supposed Kinshi. to be the April character, right? I guess so. But mm. but Kinshi is in love with her, and he's trying to protect her, and. Norinaga's mad at his son because he, I guess, disgracing him. And we're then introduced to this weird, like, musketeer-looking dude named Walker, who is apparently, like, brought a bunch of, like, swashbucklers with him to sell, like, (laughs) guns and stuff to to Norinaga to help him win the war. This this guy showed up. I remember when I saw him, I was like, you know, he'd do well in a Highlander film. You know, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he 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 he's bringing something to the fucking table, you know, and and the and his his idiot underlings. I looked it up. None of them ended up in the pirates films, but they should have, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like they're the they're right out of the that film, maybe. But um... what the pulpit? Come on, come on, go back and watch the pirates films, guys. <laughs> That's funny. I guess yeah, the... you know that kind of shit. You know? <laughs> I guess you could say Walker is the if there is a villain in this movie. Like the setup originally, you're thinking it's I guess it's going to be Nor- Norinaga, but he's kind of bad still. But 
I guess it's just like I said before, it's like all depending on like what where what perspective you're looking at. But I guess Walker is the villain if there had to be one in this movie. Well, this comes from the period of Japan <clears throat> that uh, uh, Yojimbo takes place in the mm-hmm. movie Yojimbo, where they started selling guns to Japan. You know, and so um, there's a whole thing with the Emperor of Japan fucking walling off Japan from everybody, and then they eventually couldn't. So um, I guess this is right before that. Probably like this is right before that where they shut it off, and then they had they had no choice later because the Dutch fucking like bombarded their fucking with their navy and shit. I'm not a historical expert. I just remember because I used to care because of this shit. So um, I think they I don't just remember. assumed just... no kids knew any of this going in. So. Right, but there was this point. So, like, there's a scene, there's a character in Japan, in Japan, in Yojimbo, who, one of, if you've ever seen the movie, there's a guy who has a gun, and it's like, well, how do you? If you're the only guy in the fucking town with a gun, then you're God. You know, that's basically it. Like, and all he has yeah. is a revolver. Here, they have every fucking thing. I don't understand. Like, look, let's be honest. The plot of this film could be resolved if these guys just acted as brutal as they would have back in the day. Like and just shot yeah, the turtles immediately in the face. Yeah, yeah that Nigel, like, like the, the 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 main villain, the English dude, he would have Walker. easily Walker, of course, Texas. Walker English Ranger. That's yep. it's a very Texas nailed name, it. Right? So, <laughs> so so uh, if he had brought all the weapons, he says he want to sell. He wants to sell everything to the Emperor and do trade, right? Yeah. Yeah. For but gold. they're also sort of raiding towns too, so yeah, that didn't make sense. The whole resistance didn't really make sense. I don't. Yeah, they never explain why like they're fighting against each other. Like I, I get that like Walker and his people are kind of like raiding and stuff, but it never ever explains why Norinaga and the villagers are at war with each other. It's just here's where I think they could have got around it is if there had been a demonic influence, the Shredder Demon, right? You really and want this they, demon. And it, yeah, well, it's an look, easy fix. And, 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 <laughs> but then they call the turtles demons. They call them Kappa, right? You're demons. And if the only thing that Kappa. could it could be only thing to defeat a demon could be a demon, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they, they you know, pumpkin head from the forest. Like, an, you know, maybe to hold off the incursion of you know guns, they they want you know they they turn to the the past scrolls and the relics and they conjure up demons to fight their wars and shit, you know. And like it, it's even worse. So well, we're not dealing with. First, it's fucking walking turtles. Let's, we're not dealing with recorded history. We're dealing. This is a fictional fucking universe. But, but we can all agree there there could be more creative ways this could have been uh, dealt with. <laughs> but that yeah. that Walker guy. Uh, what's it, what's the actor's name? Um, oh, I have no uh, idea. Let's so, find out. He, uh, Stuart Wilson. He, so Stuart Wilson. Um, Old we'll get Stewie. to him. We get to it. We'll get to it later. I want to bring him back up, but. But he, you could tell right away that this is a this is a guy like who should appear like on every Star Trek episode as a different alien. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's some some reoccurring shitty Cardassian. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Really gets on you. Like, fucking, you just want him to die, but won't. Kind of fucking dude. He's a pretty good character actor. You know? Yeah, he does fine. And funny mm-hmm. enough, they referred him as Zorro. He was eventually in the Mask of Zorro. <laughs> Well, that's why I didn't see you stole my thunder there. But oh, yeah, no, I'm do. sorry. But it all starts around the 40 minute mark. See? <laughs> oh, when the movie <laughs> actually starts. 30... Yeah, yeah, that's why I was like, well, at 44 38, they go, hold it right there, Zora, dude. And yeah, he, he basically <laughs> plays the same fucking character in Mark Zorro. Yeah. 
Ah, okay. So then the, the turtles like get transported right in 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 back in the past, and mm-hmm. then the honor guard dudes get transported back in present time. What's weird though is that like so the turtles aren't wearing any clothes, right? Correct. And so they they go back in the past and they're wearing like the samurai outfit. But except mm-hmm. I think Michelangelo is wearing some like Hawaiian shorts. Yeah, like board shorts. And so or there's something. a dude that's wearing those shorts, but the other three guys are wearing these like weird like like thong like one pieces or something that look like something you'd see in like a Victoria's Secret catalog. Yeah. <laughs> I the only thing I could assume is that it's supposed to represent the turtle shell. Maybe? I figured it was just their underwear they had back then. But why would they keep their underwear? I don't know. Chris, because they're supposed to, you're supposed to wear whatever the other person's wearing. The turtles are naked, so like, why would they have anything? I don't know. That part bothered me. Well, if if, uh, by that logic, then the dude in current time New York uh, that replaced April is probably walking around in her panties for all we know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) I hope that that would have been a hilarious moment. Like later on, when he goes to the bathroom and he looks down, he's like wearing some like red lacy like underwear. Oh boy, (laughs) that could have been a great line. And so I I, I I bring that part up like with the turtles coming back in because there's they're basically like dropped in the in the middle of battle mm-hmm. and they have no idea what the hell's going on. Um and one of the horses like goes crazy and throws uh Leonardo, I think, into like a river, and they all kind of all get dumped in this river, and then Leonardo gets up, he's like, I think I swallowed a frog. I hope it wasn't an ancestor. <sighs> yeah, that was like, but, yeah, like you're a turtle. Like, why do you think like you're a fucking your ancestors is a frog? You know, I'm surprised it took us this long to mention that this movie is lacking in fight scenes, but boy, does it make up for them in one-liner pop culture references. It's it's like God, I I I I, I thought that was hilarious, but um... well, that's again studio notes. We need more. We need more jokes. Keep the kids laughing. Okay, we yeah. need more one-liners. You know, like that's they just count the beats. You know, you need. No, no, like every you know every joke. three minutes a joke or something. Yeah, well, that's something. because, and then that's what happens. This is like when I when I first heard Taika Waititi was directing Thor Ragnarok. I was, and they're like, "Well, we're doing a lot of ad libbing and you know the free form reacting back and forth thing." I cringe at first. Cause I'm like, "That's super fucking tough," because it can really end up where you don't have a through line and you just have people making jokes, right? Every three seconds, and. That's what it really felt like to it. me. That, that the whole movie was just a joke. Like I, I, it was it was entertaining. No, but there's but a, no, there's just... a fucking through line in Thor Ragnarok, bro. There's a giant fucking emotional core there. Like I don't even want to get into it. It's going to eat up another fucking hour. But, um, but here, this is the this is one of the great example of if you throw a ton of jokes and there is no story there, you're just like, oh, let me let me guess who's got the wise ass thick. Like, I think even Raph says something eventually. He makes a joke. He goes, well, I'm the sarcastic one. You know, I make good jokes. That's what I do. And he's and Raph's, or Leo's like, you're sarcastic. And I'm like, you're all sarcastic. You know, like, everyone here doesn't, no one, none of the turtles here really have, other than what a the actors are bringing, like a, a distinct personality. Yeah. Other than what Robbie Rist is continuing to do, what he did in the first two films, Corey Feldman just is, you know, reading his lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is no actual character per each one. There is nothing other than they sort of are tired of living in the sewers and would like to be outside, right? You know, which isn't much. I mean, I I, I don't I can understand that, but turtles. 
Yeah, but they just don't have their own personalities at that point because they're all reading yeah, from the same. There is no jokes. individual person. Which one of them is just like waiting, looking around? Like, think about the sequence in the first film when Leo refuses to leave Raph when he's in the tub, mm-hmm. and April just comes in and looks at him, and you know what I mean? Like, you're not yeah. you're not getting you any of that about here. each of them at that point when she's sketching them and stuff, and they have their own ideas of how the world's processed and whatever yeah, this movie just moved way beyond that they they don't care about any doing like any further character development of these guys like it's just wet willy like, time they're all in it just for just for <laughs> some good time <laughs> <laughs> do you think we could do a fan it where we just call it tmnt3 wet willy time oh hell yeah <laughs> god damn it <laughs> we, my, my favorite my was, favorite uh, part of this movie is just seeing the 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 honor guard guys hanging out with casey jones because that's where the real fun is in this movie because like they actually have a blast with hanging out with casey jones because at first they each kind of like think each other's are assholes and stuff but before you before long like they start finding things in common like they all like hockey they all (laughs) like to go to the bar and get shit faced and play arcade games they start dancing together. It's like, they, all like long, junk they love each other. That's like the best part of that movie. Like I'm way more invested in this storyline. This like little subplot with these guys. Um, than whatever the turtles are doing. Like, what I was, just want to yeah. hang out with Casey Jones and splinter in these dudes. What was you know, they took him me... out of the first. Oh, uh, sorry. I was, gonna... I was just going to say real quick. Like it's, I haven't watched this one nearly as many times as the other two. And for some reason in my mind, watching this again, I remembered there, I thought I remembered there being a lot more scenes of present day New York with those dudes hanging out with Casey, but the, it, there's like a total of maybe five minutes of them in this whole movie. Cause think about like them going to like times square or yeah, something. They, you're in they New York would do city, like a like weird, there's... like monologue or, or not monologue, uh, montage. Like... Bro, they made the whole movie in Oregon and on a soundstage, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> There's they one exterior shot of New York, and it's, you see the Twin Towers. Yeah, I know, right? That's sad. So that's a good point. You but, never actually see any like alleyways or anything like that. I didn't even think about that until now. No, um, yeah. So he wasn't in the second film because the producers felt he took up too much time. Or, oh, whatever. My guess is they didn't want to pay people. Yep. So <laughs> Elias Coates is like a fucking. He was like a really good indie actor and stuff. Like he'd been in a lot of really good dramatic roles and shit. Mm-hmm. And like doing Turtles, I don't know if it was, he, you know he he brought a lot to Casey in that um, kind of bonehead kind of like you know wise ass fucking dude. But at the same time, he could kick some ass. Yeah, and I could see like they're bringing him back, and and me, he goes, "Oh, but you're not going to go on the mission this time." Oh, what you know? And the, <laughs> <laughs> nope, this time you're going to stay here and protect our invalid master. I'm like, I thought this is this is where I'm not going to say the first film bothered me with this because the first film I love, but I always felt like Splinter and Splinter was never an invalid in the fucking comics. I felt like the reason why he didn't walk around and move in the first movie was because technologically speaking, it wasn't possible. Right. Like it was very difficult when he when they do have Splinter walking around like you know, that's why he's always like beat up or weak and they got to carry him because mm-hmm. the, the technology just really wasn't there to do it right. But in the comics, Splinter fought. Yeah, he was yeah, running yeah. around, moving and jumping and shit. You know, they're like, "You got to sit here and protect the Splinter." Uh, you know, and he's like, "All right." It, now you you notice this whole movie, he never has his his actual mask from the first film. The oh Casey, yeah. 
Yeah, he wears a hockey mask later, but it's not the one from the first film. It's just some hockey mask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that again is IP Henson. The Henson Company probably owned that or had some. Hmm. This is this is where you can see like I could productions because it yeah, was a production design. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Would it be funny if they had been around like in that bar? And they ran into like fucking tattoo from the first film. Something, like, yeah, or like running bartender. a or something, you know. You know, yeah, Kino's the bartender. Oh, what's yeah. up, guys? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least I'm not delivering like, pizzas. Hey, don't don't you speak the fucking lingo? And he's like, I'm fucking New York. I don't. I'm America. I don't. You know? <laughs> I'm from the Bronx. I don't know. <laughs> I don't speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I guess the. the... The the one thing that really kind of confused me is uh, this dude Wit, uh, who's essentially the same. He's the same actor who plays Casey Jones. Oh yeah, and I don't know why don't, he was even in the movie. Yeah, they don't really explain. I guess they they just there there might be just one line where they're like, oh maybe you know like you're related to one of our buddies or something. But he's kind of a this dick. is very and TV he has a terrible show. English accent. I but this say. is TV show shit. So like when you watch like there's I guess I remember seeing this shit before and and they even mentioned Quantum Leap I think in the yeah, show. Don't oh, they? It's, uh, they the Leap first show. time they go through Donnie or Leo's like uh, this is very Quantum Leap or something like that. <laughs> We're in time, you know. But there's I gotta remember I remember there being episodes of Star Trek or something where like they go on a different they go back in time and there's someone. That, you know, it's the same actor, but it, they're a different person. You know, like that's such a TV show thing to do. You know, where you give the actors different roles, but they get to play a whole new character. You know, right. and mm-hmm. and you just kind of everyone just goes along with it. But again, in a movie, you're like, it doesn't doesn't. There's I don't know enough, why. It there's doesn't. not enough time, not enough longevity to really. Yeah, the longevity, out. and it's not going to carry over like twelve different fucking episodes. Like right. you, you were stuck waiting two years for this, and you're like, really? I got to get him pretending to be some dude who doesn't fucking put on a hockey mask. And I mean, look, uh, props to Elias for, like, I mean, he did it well. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he's it was he's, it was aside from the different hairstyles, you could believe that that was two different people. You know, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I, I okay, but um. He's in good shape too, man. Right, we can all agree he's in pretty good shape for ninety. <laughs> but remember, this is back in the era of comic book movies where Michael Keaton never worked out a day in his life to be Batman. Like, remember, like, mm. he, <laughs> did you ever see Michael Keaton with the shirt off in a Batman film? Yeah, no. Nope. Uh, I, I almost <laughs> want to think that this, like, this uh, older Casey relative was created just for this plot change, or not plot change, scene change, this transition that happened when April's in the cage and like, Casey, is that you? And then she says, all right, I recognize you, too, or you're familiar, too, to a rat. And then it's the worst fucking, like, screen wipe up to Splinter in current day. Oh, yeah. That wipe between – it wipes between a, a real rat and this current version of Splinter. And it may as well just be <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's. You know yep. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just like, whoa. Oh, yeah. I always go, uh, why you should never – you know when you drink? You know, and you you go to you sleep with the wrong person, okay, and then you and then you wake up. <laughs> Come on, Scotty, you haven't been there. You haven't. Oh, you haven't really woke up the, next yeah. to Marson and regretted. You know what I mean? Like I, life choices. Yeah, <laughs> he was the lesser looking rat. I understand. <laughs> it <Or> was. <laughs> I took Graham, so you didn't get you didn't get a choice. That's. Funny. <laughs> Were you starting to say something, yeah, there, Chris? Um, no. 
But Splinter's <laughs> ears are like fucking molded plastic in this film compared yeah, to the first one. Yeah, he just doesn't ears... look good overall. Yeah, like there's translucency in the the puppet work in the first Splinter and the the materials and just the quality of. Why didn't they just like steal the costumes from the last one? Steal. Like, <laughs> why, did they, why, did, why did everything just look you know so what? much shittier? I would like a movie of them trying to, and then the end they fail and they have to make this film. And then it, yeah. <laughs> and then TMNT and... two point five. You know, the and, heist. And know? then it ends with, but it could have gone a little something like this. And then it yeah, translates Curry, to yeah. pizza power, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Why, now that fucking shit stuck in my head. So Sorry. Why... <laughs> you started <laughs> it. Uh, it's no iconic song in this one either. Oh, that yeah, this like... is the first, or of the three movies, this is the only one that didn't have a song, a theme song written for it. Instead, they had uh, Tarzan Boy. It's just well, all sh- not great like i just eventually when they get to the scene with casey and the the honor guards at the bar Mm -hmm. they're playing that Mm -hmm. song from the the listerine commercial Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. pixar did a bunch of commercials back in the 90s Mm. they did the uh gummy lifesavers commercial you remember the gummy lifesaver it's like i mean they did that one where it's like it's like squigging up and down bouncing (laughs) and it is listerine bottle swinging through the jungle to that song whoa 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 and it's like flipping around like that's <laughs> it's a pixar commercial <laughs> nice even as a kid I was like these are incredibly well animated i wonder who did that you know yeah <laughs> later on i'm like it's those pixar. people might be going somewhere <laughs> yeah I, I felt that way this these people are really <laughs> fucking these gummy dudes like they would actually tap dance a little gummy like <laughs> um Oh, yeah, I don't think this effects. It's called All Effects Company. Is what they named even the worst name you can think of too. That is All Effects Company, super like, generic. Yeah, some of the effects is what they should have said. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're leading up to kind of finally the first actual fight where we're talking about because like the turtles are back in time. They lose the scepter. Mikey gets broken off from the crew. He gets kind of kidnapped. Uh, the turtles find April. And they give the guy the first wet willy of the like the one of the three subplots in this movie is a wet willy. <laughs> but <laughs> oh man! It. And they get April back. They like scoot down the uh, the um, the garbage chute essentially with uh, with fake Casey. And then um, let's see here. Uh, oh, for Red some Jones. reason, God. Speaking of like pop culture references, when they're about to jump down this sewer drain thing, you know, one of them says, "Not another sewer." Raph, for whatever reason, says, "I'll be back." It's like, no, you won't. <laughs> Why? I love that. Okay, <laughs> this this is what I wanted to bring up with ADR. Oh, okay, so yeah, this yeah. this is exactly the moment I was talking about. So this is like when they when they jump down the sewer. I'm like, oh, we're pulling out the fucking Star Wars. Going right, to the trash, trash compactor, yeah. Right, right. Get in there. I don't care what you smell. So they all go in there, and there's a weird jump cut, too, when they're going out the chute. Like, they didn't line the camera up properly because it when they're Oh, when they're going down the chute, the yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, but, yeah, someone, Raph, the ADR, right when he goes in there, it's at, I wrote this, let's see, where is it? I'll be back. Thirty three forty. He goes. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. That's not Rav's voice. No, it's not. Wait, <laughs> who is that? I don't know. It who, just happened to be on that turtle, though. It? So we'll assume it's him. 
who is no. it? Like, is that is that the director? I think it's the director. Probably. Like, yeah, would, it was just someone like who would oh, be in the room. Too much of a pause. We need another joke here, kind of deal. You know. I'll be back. Like, you know what? You know what? What's big on video this year? Because they made this. They made this came out in eighty three. They're making this in ninety two. Right. They had to have just seen. Uh, or Terminator Two had been out for came out ninety one or ninety two. Uh, I think it was two, but I can double check. But it, yeah, regardless, it though, yeah, it was definitely like someone just watched it or something. Throw in the I'll be back. Like it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, oh, it was ninety one for he, Judgment Day. Yeah. He's not. He's not coming. I don't fucking know, dude. But that—that that is it. the worst ADR I've well, ever heard. Well, they. Uh, it, the thing is, they actually do come back to that little layer. Yeah, I guess. Movie. Yeah, so, so guess he's the he truth. didn't know, and and like I forgot to mention, <laughs> like right before that scene with the wet willy, uh, they're sneaking up behind the pirates or whatever they are. They're not even. Well, we're gonna call them pirates now. But they're like, oh, we got the three Stooges, Larry, Curly, and Mo. It's like, I guess, just keep going, please. <laughs> Well, they this is exactly where classic Stooges humor starts oh, popping up everywhere. Yeah, and it's just painful. Yeah. Um, so let's see. They get. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is, and you probably have this in your timestamps too, Rob. Like coming up is the first actual fight that the turtles engage in. No, I only wrote down tax credit. Like, okay. like wherever <laughs> I saw a tax credit. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't write down important timestamps. I wrote okay. down shit that I'm like, well, that fucking reeks. Gotcha. So, um, studio note. so I was watching this uh, with my girlfriend, Rachel, and, you know, they get out of the sewer and stuff, and they go to kind of regroup near the waterfall in Oregon, and um, April tears off her like the leggings of her outfit or whatever, so that she's got her legs exposed. And Donnie and Leo walk up, and one of them says Legorama, and then they both they go they both go showing. And Rachel's just <laughs> like, "This is a kids movie," and they just had a dong joke. I'm like, "I don't know, honey. I don't think I don't know. Just keep watching." And I love it. when April's just like, "Well, I am on vacation." <laughs> like that's how. <laughs> I'm allowed. My I, I just like this is where you know they they didn't make want to bone jake april jokes in the comics in the movie no, it was never. still it was still weird when michelangelo's like i got a crush on april i'm like oh yeah she called dude. me mikey yeah that 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 was still always like april let's get real i suppose in some offbeat thing yeah but then whenever casey's in the room it's like okay. uh, well but what if april was the turtle and you were human what is a body you you understand that's what i'm looking at it from like this is a mutant turtle (laughs) do they have and they're teenagers so like they're they they're like like how old hormones teenage wise like are we talking like 16 17 all should do is but you don't even know what that means when do turtles go through puberty but they could the way around this is they could she could be like you guys are making jokes like they could be making pop culture jokes because they watch fucking TV. Like this right. obviously was a Wayne's World reference. Mm-hmm. Um, what do turtle dicks look like? I don't think Chris, you're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> you want to ask Donald do they Trump? Look like oh, the tail? <laughs> you're asking the wrong questions, Chris. Like, I, I had to go there, but <laughs> I know right now your wife is like, huh? <laughs> I'm just glad she's downstairs. Hopefully, my kids aren't outside the door. She heard it, you know. So she felt the disturbance. <laughs> but all she had to do is make you guys don't even know what that means. They're like, and they could have make like a party time, like you know, like they. She could have shrugged off that they're just saying things because they see it on TV, but right, they don't yeah. know what that shit means. Exactly, like you all know? the children watching this show, like we would quote. It's just pop culture references, and they have no idea. Exactly. Yeah, they have no reference for it. 
yeah, yeah. like kids would know I'll be back, but yeah. kids had not seen the rated R Terminator movie, but they knew who said I'll be back. So whatever. Well, this, this would have been a good point to bring in some emotional arc where they're like, look, we're, we're again, you said we're kids. We, we live in a sewer. What the fuck would we know? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And she's like, well, look around you. There's fucking people. Why don't you interact with them sometime? You know, no one's running from you here. You yeah. know, no, no shadows to hide here. Like, like that's, that's the point to do it. Right. You know, right, but, right. Uh, here we are, you know, and look, I get they cast Paige in the second movie because the producers felt she was prettier than Judith Hogue. And that's a quote unquote, their fucking quotes, guys. Like, wow, wow. those are from documentaries from the fucking studio. I watched them from the studio. They're like, they just didn't think the first actress was pretty enough. Oh, what? And I'm just like, I the know. I, I April? Yeah, yeah. Judith Hogue or how? Hogue, Hogue, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's why they cast Paige Turk on the second film. Um, I felt Paige is doing a better job of hold on of acting here, but she may as well just be on Deep Space Nine at this point. Like, like I don't think it's Judith Hogue's an act. Like, that's a film actress. Like, yeah, I like her was, better. The way she, yeah, she came across smart, and you're not going to get one over that lady. Yeah, like actually experienced in like the rough and tumble <laughs> side of New York. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like dealing with Judith Hogue is like me trying to get around my wife on shit. Like, I don't know, if she, you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, it's not gonna work. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. if it works, it's because she let it work. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. yep, <laughs> like, yeah. And but this one, I just don't know. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is like the first kind of fight with most of the turtles uh and it it stops when raft saves leo uh yeah april's life real quick and then one of them is takes off their mask and they're like oh just like the other one they're like the other one the other one mikey and then but they all speak english yeah right? another just the whatever one. like that's <laughs> i know right i know maybe if they had the scepter and they were all within the realm that's why i was getting back to the doctor who thing like if if it was with you're within the realm of the scepter I guess or you they could, they could like, have even yeah. thrown in like you know one of the turtles like Leo had studied enough martial arts books or like Donnie had caught enough Japanese somewhere from I don't know he's a nerd he watched does anime. Does know Japanese? Because fucking his master was Japanese. Yeah, he does, like they, he does speak Japanese for a second, like the Kenshi. Ma- Right. But then Kenji can speak English, so they don't have so to. So wouldn't speak. Splinter have taught the turtles Japanese? Something. They could have gotten around it, but eh, whatever. We're kids. We don't need to think about well, all no, that. No, not whatever, because this is where I look at this one sequence. and You said it ended when Raph throws his sigh. Yeah. He throws <laughs> So, like, look, all Raph had to do was throw his sigh at her fucking head. But he throws <laughs> his sigh, and, hits, and he just hits this, like, this impossible shot of breaking her bow. Her as she she's pulling it, it back, yeah. The, yeah, like she, he breaks like just right where the bow connects with the arrow. It's Oof. like, have you ever thrown a sigh? Because I had one when I was a kid. We got a hold of one, you know. Mm-hmm. As a kid, you, you somehow, your, your, my buddy Richard, he'd always show up. Here's my illegal weapon. I bought you, and I'm like, all right, oh, yeah. I got a we sigh. All, yeah, we all had those friends growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you throw it, and you're like, I can't hit shit with. Like, what is this fucking thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, all you had to do was hit her in the fucking head with that, and it would have been over. But... Right. And uh, so they roll up to, or they're they're going to the village where Mikey's being held, but the village is under attack. It's on fire for some reason. There's not really an explanation to that at all. Um, and the movie's at the 40 minute 
yes. 44, yeah, 40, we are... 45, 45 minute arc. Yeah, so how long is this thing overall? It's like minute, or it's like hour, we're almost like a, a third into the movie, essentially. Yeah, like an hour and a half, I think. So if you feel like this podcast is going long, and we've only made 45 <laughs> minutes in this film, this is how I felt watching it. I was like, certainly we're almost done. Nope. You know, (laughs) nope, we got a ways to go. The scene right before they get to the village, though, Donnie and and, and Leo, Mm -hmm. they do some fucking like thing where they're like, it's at the 40 minute, 13 second mark where Leo, this, this is where I hate, I hate the, what they did to Leo. His, his puppetry in this is so fucking horrible. Uh, he, the way he Leo looks in the first film is my favorite, I think, puppet of all time. Like the design of him, the, his face, the way he—it's so good. Here, I just—I'm like, what is this fucking character? I don't understand this. This buck tooth fucking like, uh, I—that's I, I, every every. I, oh, when they're descending the village and stuff, you mean? Like they're up in the mountain? Yeah, it's that. It's that. The 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 dissolve between between them leaving the, the battle and going to the village. Mm-hmm. Before there's that exterior shot of quote-unquote Japan, but it's Oregon. Like, yep. <laughs> my buddy was like, look at Japan. I'm like, that's fucking Oregon, dude. Like, like it's not, not even totally close. Totally Japan, man. Yeah, totally. You can see <laughs> the white nationalists driving in the background. Clearly, there they are, setting up their fucking camp. Good old Tokyo, so, Nebraska. Yeah, Tokyo. it's like Walker and all of his people. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping they would fucking leave their ship in a mountain and that would be the prequel to Goonies. Oh my like, god. Like yeah. that. <laughs> right. You know, like if they like just the crashed. Goonies Turtles is is some sort of expanded universe. Yeah, it was if the Walker's name was like his name is Walker, but we call him Willie. You know? <laughs> and he ends up with one eye. And uh yeah. Get it wet Willie? Like uh, oh shit. Old, old oh shit. hey guys. Hey, <laughs> I feel like the opening of Turtles too. Hey, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jiminy Christmas. But now we're in this village where the tax credits roll, mm-hmm. and I say this because so there's all sorts of different tax credits people can get. At the time, um, Congress was like, kids are getting obese. You know, kids are being influenced negatively by toys and cartoons and video games. Right. We, you've all read Console Wars. Uh, so I felt like someone got involved on this one. And they're like, you you get within a span of 10 minutes, folks. Right. From 4438 to 5613. Mm-hmm. Or uh, 4814. Sorry, from 4814 to 5613. You get public service fucking cpr how to how to give cpr to someone oh, right? yeah you got casey jones eating a banana no junk food anywhere right <laughs> i don't even got, remember right? that oh you, you got mean in new york michelangelo okay. makes a pizza but it's all burnt to shit tastes disgusting never actually eats pizza throws it instead uses a right? frisbee and mm. raf gives a lesson to a kid that fighting is for grown-ups <laughs> you should play with kites oh sorry and at 5907 um they cut back to the um the 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 casey and those honor guards and they're all addicted to television eating junk food and acting like idiots mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this is all within a 10 minute period pretty good and it's just fucking like i just 
I don't know, man. Like, I know people these days go, I don't like it when politics are forced into my fucking video games. I'm like, guys, I, I, I got to roll you back a bit. You know what I mean? Like, not even 1993. Let's go back to 1953. I'll go fucking open up some movies for you. But this is just one of those things where they, they, I don't know if, who got who got the tax credit or if it was a way to appease certain groups but this is this isn't what you guys remember watching turtles and reading the comics and the games and loving the fucking you know the, the make sure you eat your bananas and go to sleep and don't fight fucking that's how i remember you know, messages <laughs> <laughs> no pizza or I wish they for saved me it. i wish they saved it for the end of the fucking movie like gi joe used to you know or they yeah, tell you psa at the end yeah yeah. knowing is half the battle, but the other half or the other 98% of the show is going to be fighting the shit out of fucking Cobra because fuck this shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So from 48.14 to 59.07, we get one, two, three, four, at least five fucking like how to be a better person thing. And this village is just, it's, it's dead. This is dead time for the movie, man. Yeah, it's a weird like attempt at character development, but really it's like we just saw the turtles fight. We want to see the turtles fight again, but I don't I don't know. I remember as a kid digging this part cuz it's like, oh yeah, the turtles can just exist without wearing trench coats and masks for their life, you know. So I thought that part was cool, but yeah, we want action. Well, that's a great story thing. The problem is why why leave? Right. They there's no reason for them to leave. Well, Zero. that yeah, and they they, they... That actually comes up later on in the movie too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's Donatello or someone like they they get the idea that they should just build a new scepter. Like they can't find it, so they're like, "Well, shit! The only way we can get back is we need a scepter. So let's build one. Maybe I can get this like get the blacksmith, like sixteen hundred year blacksmith to build it. <laughs> like we're just gonna show, we're gonna draw it on this old piece of paper and just make him build it. <laughs> like as, as if that could be something that could happen. I thought that was They probably would have made it from wood. You know what I mean? I just don't see And then it oh, catches no, on man. fire. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean it makes as much like sense. My that Minecraft they could... hut, right? Yeah. Like you ever make your fucking house out of wood? You know? <laughs> Big well, mistake. They, they end up building <laughs> that it. That episode of The built. Simpsons where everything Homer does catches on fire, including his cereal. They they finally get it built, and it looks like a pretty good reproduction of it. And it makes and as then, much sense like, that that would work as it initially working. Sure. Absolutely. But then Mikey and, like, Raph start fighting over it, and they drop it down a well. And they're like, well, shit. Like, like what are we going to do now? Another random so hole they, in the ground. Maybe they should have just made two of them. Probably. Um, oh boy. So what happens next? What does happen next? Chris, Fuck you're the me. plot guy this round, it seems. So let us know I where we're going now. I looking at my notes. Um, <laughs> okay, but we're, we, we're... We've already had the second wet willy. Does that help? We've Okay, we had two wet willies. <laughs> um, Raph finds Yoshi crying. Oh, gives him a yo-yo because he thinks Raph's going to die. Um, wait, are we, are we at that point yet? The yo-yo part? Uh... I don't think so so okay i i know at some point uh walker and norinaga start talking about uh that he he's gonna buy the cannons like from him oh yeah anytime it goes back to these scenes i was just like let's keep it rolling i don't care about this subplot which i still can't even totally explain but here's an english dude yeah but i guess originally walker was gonna sell him for like trade him with like for silk or something but now he's like no nah, i want gold now bitch there's demons and naga, here. yeah naga's like no i'm not gonna do that 
So he's like, all right, whatever, and leaves. And they, they go to, like, the beach and hang out there, like, shooting guns and stuff and just, like, I don't know, shooting stuff. Practicing. And, he's got uh, his poetry artist table set up yeah, or something? Yeah, but so, like, then – so Norinagi sends a message where he's like, okay, yeah, Norinagi will buy it from you. So it's like I don't know what that whole thing was – like, what the purpose of that? Like, why couldn't he just be like, okay, I'll, I'll buy it? They just – wasted a few a few minutes of our time with that whole little bit back right. and forth there um oh we did skip over the part where mike saves a kid from a fire was that in your tax notes at all sketch i ha- yeah look yeah because it, it culminates well that's the, right before the cpr mm-hmm. so like that's around that's the 45. how they plant more trees they have to burn down this like village <laughs> and then they plant more trees well here's what i here's what i here's the guy I didn't want to. I figured. Well, like I did the math when I was writing notes. I'm like, we're probably going to be going two hours by the time we get to the 45 minute mark. <laughs> by so the time probably something happens. Bring this. <laughs> yeah, because I just knew how this was going to go. <laughs> and, oh, this and I'm like, he literally fuck anyone could have gone in that building and gotten the kid out quicker than this dude. Like, Mikey goes up there and he's putting things on and taking things off and let me get yeah, this and the, get or the that. kid could have literally jumped out the window that he screamed out of. <laughs> It would have been more Everyone funny if he is... just waited too long and he comes back out. I was like, "Sorry, guys, it's he's dead." <laughs> <laughs> Make some sort of tasteless like sushi related joke or I something. I did all I, I could. Know. He brings out like the charred burnt pizza. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> this is what's left of Yoshi. Oh man! And oh yeah, he says like anybody up for some takeout instead or something like something horrible. <laughs> I was Just never please. a Mario World fan anyway. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. So so he does save him. This is the weird – this is where it gets really weird. So this he is saves right. – he goes in and gets Yoshi. He's, pulls hold him on. Out. No, no, no. I can't get him. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I couldn't make it. <laughs> You can just uh, and then, that's and the then outtakes. Fades to black. You know what that's I mean? <laughs> like, or the smoke goes up to the the sky, and then it becomes like Casey, like making dinner for the dudes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The transition, like, transition Jeez. to the next scene. It's just like grilling like some steaks on it, like. Or oh, it transitions yeah. to like a hot dog stand at New York, right? Yeah, or even like just a, a just a, a like a stand. like a steaming manhole or something horrible. No, it's it's oh, a God. cooked it's cooked food. Like it's oh god. Oh. But um, so Yoshi's dead now. Like I guess like they thought they saved him. His body's not burned to death, but he's not breathing. And everyone's yeah. like, oh shit. They think they think they thought they saved him, but he's not breathing. So, um, who is it? Is like Leo goes over to him. He's like, hey. Let me have him. Hand him and, over. And Mitsu's like, no, don't touch him. And she's like, trust me. I'm a demon. Um, yeah, yeah, they think he's a demon. So, But he, he, they give him over to him, and he starts, like, giving him CPR. But they, they're like, oh, my God, he's, he's, like, blowing an evil spirit inside Yoshi. And they're like, no, 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 no. And he does CPR for a few minutes, and, and Yoshi miraculously comes back to life as if that's all that would need to happen. While the kid's, like, trying so hard not to laugh as a giant turtle's sucking his face. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, his, his like, Leo's mouth is literally the size of, like, half the kid's body. And, like, I don't even know how you get, like, <laughs> a seal around, like, his mouth to be able to actually blow air in. 
I, I just don't. I thought you meant a do. real seal for a second. There. Right. I was like, <laughs> I no, guess like, 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 like to you know, get a CPR. Like this just a good enough chances like blowing air in his mouth. And that I, poor kid. You imagine the actor yeah. lying there and just seeing that come over your face. You know, he was, he was very polite to cover his mouth as he uh, choked and lived again. But um. Man. You think they use poor look one of those like dental dam type things over his mouth so they wouldn't actually have to touch like this weird nasty um, Sally Manilli? I'm surprised that there wasn't one Godzilla or Gamera joke. You uh, know what I mean? Like there well, there's not yet, any... but there is a Godzilla related thing later on. You know what? I'm gonna be honest, man. Towards the end of this film today, I, I was just a little out of it. <laughs> the Mets were kicking I'm like, back in. Uh, no, it's just like you know. I'm we not should all jump smoke to the weed end. next time and watch this movie together. Uh, and see if okay, it it, like, so I can the... be paranoid and fucking annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> just a little green with the green guys. Yep. Like, yeah, but this is again. You know, we're we're like, what? What were they trying? Like, whoever thought kids don't know enough CPR, so we're gonna teach them in a turtles movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if this whole fucking film <clears throat> had been made by jackie chan screw and they just went off and did some crazy fucking like turtles movie where they're stuck in feudal japan you know it would be fu- like steven chow style fucking over the top that would at least you know what i mean you get a lot of crazy fucking would have more action martial arts here's the only thing this movie's missing right oh, here boy. there's there's so many of these like like you just said sketch like there's all these um like PSA type things in here. There's no drug PSA in this movie. And if they would have had that in there, it would have checked all the boxes of like what you need to teach kids. Hugs, not drugs, bro. All right. Yep. He goes and like, like knocks some hookah out of his like hand or something like that. Don't do that. <laughs> vape. He's vaping now, right? Like that's, <clears throat> that's what. <laughs> Don't vape, bro. Wear, uh, so, be a hero. Wear a cape. Don't vape. So apparently Same. like, Yoshi decides, like, hey, I have something to tell you. I've had the scepter the whole time. <laughs> They're like, what? It's like he, he, him and his grandpa, like, hid it underneath the floor. And their their idea is that, like, we can't let the turtles go back to their time because we need them to stay here to help us fight this Noronagi bastard. But mm. this is why I bring up mm. the Godzilla Gamera. This is a very Gamera, like, you know, when you're well, one of those of movies you watch on Mr. Or whatever. One of those Mystery Science Theater 3000 films where, like, the little Japanese kids, they've had it the whole time because we don't want Gamera to go back and he has to stay here. And like, oh, <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, you can see, yeah, I guess that could be a shitty plot point from 1953, but this is 1993. <laughs> Just like, yep. how, do you, how do you arrive at this stuff? I you know? don't really know. Um, something we actually, uh, looking at my notes and having the movie playing in the background, we skipped how there was the scrolls found with pictures of the turtles in feudal Japan and stuff like that. Do we even want to tap on that at all? Or I like... don't even know. Like, I don't... It doesn't even really make sense. Like they, nope. they, they, they reference it a few times, but it's never really explained. Like there's some legend, I guess, where these ancient demons the Kappa. have... have defeated Noronagi's ancestor at some point way back when, but there's, it's never fleshed out. Like they only just reference it a couple times, but it doesn't ever really mean anything at all. But right. this is where, again, the movie 
needed a spiritual side to it, a mystical, magical, labyrinth kind of side to it, where you could say, okay, there were these demons that fought, and they sort of represent what we have now as a living version of this thing that's repeating itself over different mystical ages, and it repeats itself in certain ways, you know? And, and that's, that's how you should have tied this dude into Shredder. Like, I was maybe say, like, they yeah, have just like continually literally reborn every generation, yeah. and this guy's like the new Shredder. If he was Shredder reincarnated or like back then, it would have been awesome. And he could have like had some sort of like more like like some sort of like weird Shredder outfit that's like a little bit like uh more I don't know, like that would fit within that time frame. That yeah, and if they had totally defeated awesome. it and they had come back to our time, then they can't stay in the past because you know we got to fight this fucking. We got wherever the shredder goes, we have to defeat it or something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a genius fucking answer, but it, at least it brings more sense. Or if Nornagi as Shredder came back in the future and now he's taken on the like he's rebuilt the fucking Foot Clan and they got to like fix shit. Look, way is way back. over budget, buddy. You're they, way over that budget. Is true. <laughs> you would need a what? newspaper that says that, like a headline on a newspaper. Right. You know? By the way, is April still a reporter? Does she ever <laughs> say what her fucking job is in this film? <laughs> she just says, I'm on vacation. From what? I Fuck don't. It. Yeah, from just life. I don't know. <laughs> that is a good point. She's on vacation. She's an forever. uptown girl now. Yeah, living in her uptown world in the mm-hmm. sewer. Um, so let's see here. Then they decide they need to build this thing. Uh, they got the blacksmith go back to hockey time in New York City because Casey's introducing them to that stuff. Uh, they love hockey and television, and that's pretty they much start it. really loving hockey. Which also, like, they try to tread away from. He shows them hockey, and then he's like, "All right, let's kill some time. They're getting restless, so let's play hockey." He stands in front of a makeshift goal. And he's like, come on, guys, hockey, like you remember. And they look at each other and they're like, oh, yeah, hockey, hockey. And then they start fighting each other instead. It's like, (laughs) you guys, well, the kids aren't going to like that, but we'll keep it in, I guess. Comedy and and sound effects and garbage. Every now and then, me or some friends of mine who've managed to do, we've done well for our career. You know, you could say, hey, you know, I've attained, you know, I'm not famous, but you know what? I did the fucking thing I always wanted to do when I was a kid. I can be happy. Every now and then you feel sorry for yourself, like, man, maybe I haven't done enough. Then I look at this and I'm like, these poor guys, dude, they didn't, you know what I mean? When they were dreaming of being an actor as a kid, they didn't know they were to get in front of a TV screen and do this bullshit, you know? (laughs) You know, like, could you just, just imagine being a white dude, you got to go to fucking another country, like, and just pretend to be American. You got a cowboy hat on and you're acting like a fucking crazy hillbilly and shit you know what i mean like you're just like uh yeah i don't know if they went anywhere else after this this poor dude well they probably i I hope you know that they had you know careers but this is this is this is tough to watch it was tough to watch then it was like uh and i'm not being like looking back with like racially sensitive eyes it was fucking cringeworthy in 1994 you know it wasn't wasn't a good look. Yeah. For what? What happened? I, I, I just their way they act, like the whole because oh, it, like it also goes back and forth between them knowing English, not knowing English, barely speaking English, like whatever. Yeah, they may as well stick their front teeth out and do the Fu Manchu while they're at it. Like it, it's pretty fucking tough, dude. Like, and I'm just like, there are so many endearing ways, Chris. You mentioned like if they had if they'd actually gone to New York, there's so many endearing ways, Casey could have fucking been like 
taking the dudes around and broing well, with them. Yeah, yeah, and you mentioned um I don't know if we did, but Bill and Ted like did it perfectly with like how they brought all these like ancient or not ancient, but historical figures oh. from back in the past and like took them to do fun shit. Like Napoleon going down a water slide was one of the most hilarious things ever. And like him. Yeah, just those are, those are caricatures, but it's not, it's not like, I mean, it's a bit different. It's different than, than this by a long It's just time. more fun than what this movie did. They, like yeah, you could have had, they, it, that's it's the thing. That's, that's the problem about this movie. At no point is it fun. And you could have had the most basic thing of Casey introducing them to pizza. Like, that doesn't even happen. It's it's astounding to me how little pizza is actually involved in this movie. P- uh, tax credit. We cannot show movie. that pizza's good. Mm-hmm. But they, they, never, they never burnt. eat pizza. They Not never, once. yeah, they never eat pizza once. It's only burnt. And then when he tastes it, when Michelangelo tastes it, it's disgusting and he throws it. I yep. love the idea, though, of Michelangelo trying to teach a guy how to make pizza that uh, that w- that's actually kind of funny um but but it should have come out great he would know yeah. how to fucking cook mm-hmm. yeah and then and it he teaches them how to make pizza and then somehow it changes in the future and like pizza instead of originating in like italy or wherever it actually originates from like feudal japan okay so if that book leo had got instead of with sword was about ancient japanese food you know, and then they go back and open oh, the yeah. book at the end, like, hey, you know, <laughs> <That> <laughs> an art acquired from the demons, you know, uh, it's no the, 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 the copper like, pie or something, never invented or something. They're like, yeah, oh right. no, yeah, copper hut, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh boy, they so could then... explore some fun stuff there. They could have, yeah, a lot of stuff could have gone in different directions. So then for, they talk about the scepter, for no reason at all, April showers, uh, takes a shower, and Casey's like, take me back with you, and I'm like, what's going on here? Is this supposed to be, like, sexual tension? I don't understand. I, this is odd. Um, And uh, let's see, they go back to, oh, I get, was that an attempt at character development with Casey? Like, I don't understand any of that. She just kind of walks away. Like, Uh, what, like, ancient Casey, his name's uh, Wit? Yeah, she April yeah. walks away from being flustered with the guys trying to get the scepter being made or something, I think. Because he's witty. Yeah. You get it? I guess and With his so. bad accent. Oh, boy. Mm. Um, I just wanted to point out how weird it was that we just watched April shower for no reason, and then that scene's over. Um, she just kind of, like, rubs her chest a little bit and, like, wets her hair, and that's it. Like, she... I don't know. I, you know, it's like... It's like when, in the scene of the first film where she's sore and she's like massaging herself and then oh, Casey goes, hey, I can help you, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of that, you know, moonlighting. They even make the moonlighting joke in that movie about it. And, right. And they're trying to do that here. But, like, you know, we're going to blend the first and second film. I don't get any chemistry between these two people. No, zero. No. And, and then zero. speaking of like, we already talked about the beach scene, but next up, um, Mitsu's on a cliff uh, saying a prayer and Mikey walks up and like interrupts. And for some reason, Mikey has feelings for her. And the awkward scene ends with him asking, what's your sign? I'm just like, what's going on? Why? <laughs> These things like a Sagittarius or something. I don't remember exactly. Just that he—it's just a weird scene that happens. Because he's uh, oh, she's praying to bring back um, Kenshin. Was that his name? I already forgot. Kenshi. Kenshi. Yeah, and he's clearly got a thing for her for some reason, but doesn't want to. He's super jealous of him throughout the whole movie. Like I think he kind of hates him. I guess so. 
what a weird thing. Um, uh, you have but, to have some sort of like love triangle or something. You need is that it a triangle? for the ladies. Yeah, I guess for the moms so. in the audience. Because <laughs> that's want, what moms they, are going there. They for. need some romance. That's what I need. Some for turtle Japanese girl. You got like... something for the kids. You got something for the dad. You got the whole April O'Neil shower scene for the dads. You got to have something for the moms, and this is what they did. Mm-hmm. And the, <laughs> and the do you think they could have got Bruce Willis to do the voice, given look who's talking? Oh God! You know I mean? Do you think they could have? <laughs> not at not for this one. Maybe for one of the other two. <laughs> you, you got you got me there. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, the papers are signed for the guns for gold because it's there's demons now. Um. Oh, and now we're up to the point of the yo-yo scene. So, did you want to touch on that at all? Uh, Chris with Raph saying, I'll teach you how to use a yo-yo or whatever. Yeah, okay, so this is like the first actual emotional moment, and maybe only in the entire movie. Like, um, he comes, or is it Raph or Mikey? I can't remember. Raph. Um, and so he, he comes into a, a room, and Yoshi's sitting there crying, and he's like, hey, buddy, what's wrong? And he's like, I'm afraid you're gonna die tomorrow. And he's like, oh, what? And so he gives him a yo-yo like to cheer him up as mm-hmm. if that is just going to make everything better. Um, was that an attempt wh- at a reference to the second movie? Maybe. I don't know. Just, you mean like at the very beginning with the yo-yo, like yeah, instead of nunchucks and stuff. I don't maybe. I don't know. I don't even know. Like where would he even the get the yo-yo movie, from? Yo, my, yeah, Mikey used yo-yos instead of his fucking nunchucks. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where he'd have those. Like, where would he find a yo-yo? Yeah. Unless it's one of these other things, <laughs> you can't bring Hold back on, your clothes, yeah. but you could bring back a yo-yo. Maybe he had to like. Oh no, he built his it. Ass he made, it looked like he made the yo-yo for him. Oh, he built it. Okay. And so this is another piece of technology that they're now leaving behind. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to fuck up the future. To be fair, they're building an interdimensional time scepter, so a yo-yo is not too big a stretch here. You know. Yeah, we need to that forget about. You don't know, the... find out if it actually would have worked, which is a shame. Um, See, this is the thing, though, like, where I'm like, okay, okay, the turtles can't reproduce. Like, this, right. get get to this conversation. The, the turtles can be like, look, we're kids. We have a dad. We're never, we're, ne- we're fucking mutant turtles. We're never going to be able to, like, what, what is our purpose in life? Like, what are we, what are we doing? They could teach the villagers in like a seven samurai way, the ways of the hand, which was the original, there was the hand and the foot which were the two rival clans back in the old comics. So they could have taught them their way of martial arts as a way of passing on, you know, mm-hmm. their thing. And that they end up creating the clan that created them. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's ways to, to do something here, but also tackle with those obvious questions. Parents have with why are they making dick jokes? If they're going to fuck her, are they turtles? Like, you know, like you could, you could answer those questions you know, in certain ways where they're frustrated with like, we, we don't, I just this is but instead it's like it's almost like a Sesame Street episode or a Muppet Show episode where a turtle comes on set, you know, and gives the kid who's just sitting there. There's some you know Sesame Street, there's always some random inner city kid sitting on the street bumming and then a Muppet comes up and helps him. It's like that, you know? Like you uh you want to learn to yo-yo. You just uh, don't worry about the you know, I mean put this that kid point, scene... put that joint down and grab this yo-yo kid. You don't need yeah, opium. They, you need the kid lives in field Japan, bro. Like you see famine, people getting roasted. You know what I mean? Barbarians come down. Sam, the samurai alone are fucking horrendous. You know they 
they weren't like Jedi. They weren't helping people out. So, <clears throat> you know, this, this is just where I'm like, if they were going to be stuck in that village for nearly 20 fucking minutes, teaching them how to fight back would have been the thing to do. You well, know? because there's one scene earlier in the movie where they're literally fighting these guys with like bamboo sticks. And they have like real swords. Right. And I'm like, that's right. what are you doing, man? Like, you're gonna get your asses kicked. Like that's like that's like, I don't know, like going into battle against an army with like semi-automatic rifles with like muskets or something, and like and and thinking you're gonna go and, and act do anything. Uh that they, they that could have been a whole like Robin Hood scene where they're like they teach the villagers to fight. Uh, they set all these traps because, like, the next day, that's they even say it. Like, Noronagi's, uh, like, soldiers are going to be coming, and they're going to have all the guns and the cannons and stuff. So they're, like, outnumbered. They're, they have more firepower. Like, they, they are – all the odds are against them, and there's no way they're going to be able to win unless the turtles come in and, and like, lead them to victory. But it just – that Yeah, and, and, and Raph could have passed down – the line that Splinter was teaching him about him and Leo getting together and working as teams because they're brothers. Right. You know, he could have passed that down from that movie to the kid and to the village. You know what I mean? Like he could have transferred that and given him some kind of, you know, arc across the films in, in that yeah, way. Something. I could see that but Robin instead, Hood thing like, happening. I guess instead they decide that they're just going to go and um, like, no, no, no. I guess well, at this time, like okay wait wait so then yeah that's when yoshi's like oh i have something to show you and he opens up the little trap door or whatever secret door in the floor and he's like i've had this the whole time they think it was mitsu should have smacked the kid do you know what you did with the space time time continuum you little shit you were fucking demons can't take his new running sewage and so I guess like, they blame Mitsu. <laughs> they say like, "Oh, Mitsu, like, how could you set him up to do this or something?" And so she runs out like all mad. And then Yoshi's grandfather comes in. He's like, "Oh, it was me the whole time. I, I did it. Blame me or whatever." They go outside, and now Wit has like captured Mitsu and has a knife to her throat, and he's like, "Give me the scepter." Or I'm gonna kill her. Yeah, in a span of like 20 seconds, that happens. Yeah, it's so it 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 doesn't make sense. And so they're like, okay, here it is. And he gives her back, I guess. And he just takes the scepter back. Oh and... no, he still got her. He rides off with her. Oh, that's right. Yes, because they imprison her, mm -hmm. and he get he gives the scepter to Walker. And so we find out that he's actually been working for Walker this whole time, and da -da -da. isn't a good guy at all. What a dun, dun, dun. What a twist. What a twist. I was waiting for Walker to show up with uh like a Bigfoot truck, you know what I mean, and just start like trampling <laughs> over and bull he's gonna he wants to bulldoze their village to open up a theme park or condominium yeah, set or something. Walker Mall or something, yeah. Um <clears throat> so they gotta go to the castle. They gotta find they gotta wheel and deal now. They gotta kick some ass and save another heroine and whatever, so we finally sort of get to watch the turtles fight again. Um, or oh, but we can't forget about this lovable chestnut when they all roll into the room and the pirates or whoever are looking, and uh, Donnie's like, 
you were expecting maybe the Adams family. <laughs> what the hell is good? Well, that's a relevant joke at the time. Remember, the, uh, they do what they want to do, say what they want to say, hear what they want to do, play what they want to play. That was an yeah. awesome song, though. To be that fair. was all, this was also the time where, like, in any way possible, someone in a sitcom or a cartoon or something else was saying you were expecting maybe insert reference here and then somebody else laughs at it but it's like i guess you're badass whatever just do your thing but are we at the cannon shot yet because when we get not yet no this is uh i'm I'm like i'm a little fuzzy on the timeline here because this is where i'm just like banging my head against the fucking table yeah no doubt (laughs) bring back the stomach flu i was eating applesauce and fucking like like yeah this is yeah the turtles are coming into the castle and they're actually starting to fight and there's this ongoing joke of whoop logs like as they're walking over dead bodies or unconscious bodies (laughs) um and then they find the scroll and they're like whoa it's our ancestors or something like that and would, yeah, wouldn't it have been time to make a Mortal Kombat joke if they could get away with it? You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, that could have fit. Yeah, the kids would have recognized that. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they could have just yelled Turtle Kombat or something. Oh, right, man. I just disgusted myself with that joke. And then he goes, "Hey, rap, get over here!" You know, like. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and for some reason, this made me laugh because again, it was just dumb when they're fighting. Or they right before they start to fight, uh, Mikey tries to break up something, and he just goes, "He who dings the shell must pay." And you're thinking like, "Oh, it's badass Mikey time." No, just more dumb jokes and sad moves and whatever. Um, now, when you guys saw this, did you think for a split second when Donnie says to Leo, "Leo, high foot," whoosh, and they do that, that that was cool? The high foot. Do you guys remember that? I don't remember that. I thought yeah, I remember that. that was so cool as a kid, but looking back, I'm like, that's dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a fun, I could see it working in the same way that, you know, a Wolverine always takes his two claws down and flips you off with the claw thing. Oh yeah. Just a quick, you know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. it just depends on who did, you know, shot the joke too. Like that's, that's something else too. I want to remind people like, a lot of the things you love, sometimes they don't read well on the page. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been handed scripts where I'm like, how oh, the fuck you draw this, bro? Like, I had to go back to writers like, uh, mm-hmm. what are you? And then you got to find ways to, like, focus in and figure out what's, what is going on, what is the point of the scene, and then capture it in a way where it's interesting. So, like, that's just one of those things where it, high foot, it's clever. And you know, if done well, it could you could <laughs> that was funny. But the problem is, it's surrounded by Adam's family jokes and Ozzy <laughs> yeah. Buck, and you know, like, like yeah, like it could have yeah. they could have had it be an ongoing fun brotherly thing. But I mean, it was okay since they just did it this one quick time, I guess. You know, and Wet Willie, you know, oh, so, man, which we're getting, <laughs> we're almost there, folks. almost there again. So they are. It just creating havoc, releasing the the people from the village. Which I was, I laughed because they, Mikey or somebody opens a door and the villagers come out with like pitchforks, but they also are just holding lit torches already <laughs> as they're escaping from prison. Like, what? Why didn't you use that to escape? You could set a fire somewhere and probably break out. What's happening? Um, and just chaos. They're like fighting everybody. Uh, of uh, what shit, Lord. What was his name? Near Naga, near uh, the emperor. Uh, the emperor and Leo 
Leo has a cool little fight scene. He actually has a little duel here. Um, and but then it's his like badass moment is completely taken away because he he knocks uh, the emperor's sword out of his hand and the emperor being like honorable and everything is like finish me and so leo grabs his other sword and you're thinking like no hold on hold on hold on okay this is again mortal combat right mm-hmm. like you could have made a mortal combat joke right here. oh yeah <laughs> finish him you know like did you rip his spine out of his spine Mike? You're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Raph yells it from I, across the way. Rip a spine out, Leo! <laughs> like, this is something else I want to compare to the... So the, the composer of this film, he did the the the, the scores for all three. And mm-hmm. they get worse. At least with this film, he was bringing back, like... He brought back some some musical cues from the first film, like... You know? But if you go watch the the last sequence in the first Turtles film... Uh, with the way the music plays, it tie the music ties the whole thing together. Mm-hmm. You know that like this really great little cool. It's a really cool score. I think it's it's up there with like the Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters score for me. Like in terms of just, it's a score that goes underappreciated but really blends the movie together. You There's mean, like not with this movie. You mean with the previous movies? With the first film. With the first yeah. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. With the first film. Like it, it the the score. But this is the same composer and you just look at this and you're like, I, I can one, I can barely hear it. So I don't know who did the fucking mix. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The the mix is absolutely horrible. So maybe there's a score there that I'm missing. But you there is no music or anything to tie this whole sequence together. Like there's no pacing to it. There's no feeling of like are we are we done? Are we mm-hmm. is this the climax? Is this it? You know, like there's it just feels like the end of a TV show. You know, like like a You like mean a, this fight specifically or just leading this fight up to specifically? The... Yeah, okay. it just feels like this could be like the end of like you know Deep Space Nine where they're escaping on some rocky planet and dudes are just shooting lasers everywhere and you're like, Yeah, all right, they'll get through this and eventually I'm waiting for the the you know star date do, 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 do. we're back at the you know just it's just, it's just there's no real like I, there's a rhythmic beat and pacing to certain sequences especially the end sequence of the first turtles film and if you compare that whole sequence in the first turtles film where you know they're on the they, they're on the ground fighting from the they go from the sewers oh, they go to yeah. the streets they go to the rooftop the, the way the music is Dun, 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 like and it changes dun, 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 and it and it goes throughout there is no turtle thing throughout this whole fucking yeah, movie yeah that is a good point like, it's the same composer so they did it i don't understand that like do, 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 like where is there's nothing there right it there's feels, nothing to feel yeah it just feels less monumental less dare i say epic overall and I think one of the, the biggest reasons I think the biggest reasons for that is that there's not an iconic villain. Like they're they're they they just should have been able to tie Shredder back into it. Like how can you have a turtle movie without Shredder or the Foot Clan or Krang? Like there's no one there. It's just like they just make up these like generic mm-hmm. Japanese <clears throat> bad guys and like and this weird English I don't even know what he was where he was supposed to be from. Like they're just there's you don't feel anything about it and there's it's not, just yeah there's like, not there's, enough tension well there's kenshi kenshin but that, god damn it <laughs> no but i mean i think maybe they were trying to for a brief moment recapture some sort of tension with leo's fight here but even then it's thrown away because he he grabs his other sword 
he grabs a second katana, or not, whatever it is, and, you know, moves it into, like, a scissors motion, and you're thinking, like, oh, man, here it comes, and he just clips off the top of his hair with a boing kind of sound, it's just oh, like, god so damn it. Just <laughs> way too slapstick, and just, man, this, this movie is a mess, like, there's just... It's a hundred percent. This is just this is just the worst. This is bad directing. Mm-hmm. That's it. This is just really bad. If it could, this is just really bad directing. It would be fine on some filler episodes, you know, on twenty on a twenty four thirty six episode season of Star Trek, dude. Which I'm a Star Trek. I'm not shitting on. I'm just saying it would be fine there. But it's like it's like when you see. An episode. It's like when you see Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan, and then you go watch like the the later generations films, and you're like, clearly these are made for TV movies put on to film, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's it. It's <laughs> it's sad. It's sad because they have the same composer. You know what I mean? They have a lot of the same actors, but they and they're trying, but they don't have the magic. I would like to see what the budget of this one was compared to the other ones. Do can we? Uh, the estimated ones that I said before was the first one, <clears throat> excuse me, the budget was 13 million, second one, 25 million, this one, 21 million. But so this had a bigger budget than the first yeah, one. I, it's, I don't know. It says it, it's estimated. I couldn't find a definite amount. Um, look at what they're spending on the costumes. You can see that there's money somewhere here, but there's also tax credits. So like all shooting in Oregon, they got a tax credit. You know, like they shot the whole thing in Oregon. What, that's why the Wikipedia no... says the budget was fifty million. Are you sure that's not the? No gross? one was spending fifty million. On that, that's what it says right here. Teenage Mutant Turtles three on, on the, its Wikipedia well, it says but, budget was fifty yeah, million yeah, yeah. and the box office was forty two point two million. Yeah, but Chris, any either of your dogs could update Wikipedia, so I don't know how much I'd take that to credit. <laughs> Uh, but I just I was trying to find on Box Office Mojo or so, IMDb they, has their dumb like, membership true, thing. You can't find it. If that's true, it also could be something where they wrapped up the production of a TV show into the budget of this film. So, like, if you go look at the the budget for Star Trek: The Motion Picture, it's some crazy fucking number. They're like, it's the most expensive movie ever made for the time. The movie didn't cost that much. What they did is they were developing a TV show that then became the movie, and then they wrapped the cost of that TV show into the budget. So it's not like they applied that budget to the TV show. They just, for tax purposes, are like, oh, no, that's part of development. So there could be something here where they were developing a TV show or this to lead into something, and they all just wrapped it together. Um, but look, they spent a lot of money on those fucking costumes. Those Japanese costumes ain't no joke. I mean, like you look at it, you're like, they spent money on horses and like location shooting, but the puppetry work is where the, they didn't spend money on the puppetry. They went with two steps down, you know, like they went with like, these look like dudes, the dudes that put together the Yoshi model on the Mario Brothers movie, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it that makes sense. Um, and so, we, we should just like re- quickly wrap up the, uh, the the I guess the end to the movie. Yeah, we're almost done. So after yeah. uh, Leo gives him a haircut, a uh, big old bell falls onto the emperor, and then they Walker's trying to get away, and he uh, get, he he has the scepter, and then he also snags April for whatever reason. Um, and uh, 
Oh boy. <laughs> he falls. <laughs> yeah, the, the well, the fall is the best. I, I time stamped it at, at, at one minute, one hour, 22 minutes, 33 seconds. He's falling and then he just disappears. And then a splash. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's pretty great. They could have cut away yeah. and you could have just heard the splash, but instead he like implodes into the water. There's not even actual splash animation <laughs> or anything. It would have been awesome if it was like the Death Star, like blowing up, like when he like lands in the water, just an explosion. Sure, explodes into like millions of little fucking things. Well, just before that, though, you mentioned the bell, Rob. Uh, So, you know, the turtles are surrounded. Walker's got April, and he's like, "All right, shoot them." And Leo's like, "Wait, he's afraid to shoot us." Why don't you shoot us? We're demons. Your bullets will bounce back at you. So they like line it up and Walker's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to use the cannon. And anyone else want to explain what happens next? I'll let you, Rob, because you you wanted to talk about the scene. He's got the big bad cannon. No, I was going to talk about. So I was talking about the cannon scene where where they uh, was it? They got it's the same fucking where they got Michelangelo or something, and then the big dude's gonna shoot him. Yeah, he's gonna shoot. He's gonna shoot him, and then the three turtles appear behind him and give him a wet willy, and it makes the gun pop up. And then it it's so fucking weird, dude. Like oh, that one. Okay, that's yeah, like that. That's the one that I couldn't look. I right there. I literally got up and walked out the room. I'm like, I, I don't, oh I don't know what the fuck. They would just if someone's trying to attack their brother, they would just kick his fucking ass. What is with this shit? Like he's just sitting there with a goddamn fucking gun to his fucking head, and they're like, we're gonna give this dude a wet willy. And it would have been he, even he more would've... fun if instead of blowing his his hat off, it just shot him in the head. And he just it inadvertently killed fucking the turtle, right? Like, like <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> so like what? <laughs> this time what ends up happening so yeah he's gonna he's gonna shoot like leonardo i think um in the fucking face with a cannon and yeah yeah and we, we do this but know. right before he gets his head blown off like his he sucks it down into his shell and it smashes the top of the bell to smithereens and that and was a liberty bell that was the, the first what? liberty bell and oh. at that point i guess like Walker believes that they're demons because he put like sh- like shrinks his his head in his shell and he just like he's like loses his shit he's like and, like runs away. <laughs> I, you I, miss I, me? Yeah, like he still has guns. Like they still could have just shot them, but I guess he believed that they were demons. And I don't know. I I, I don't know why I'm trying to like rationalize this movie. Um. Well, Don King's in it too. Oh God! Yeah, that's the best part. I took a screen grab and sent it to you guys. Of like, so basically, what? I, so as the 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 bell like breaks and crumbles, like April is is near there, and now you see like um, Naga like breaking it, and and he kind of emerges from this bell, and he's like all kind of like like what do you call it? like um, he's yeah, got like, ash is... all over his face, and his hair Look. is like all. Um, like it's oh just the classic God. Looney Tunes explosion. Yeah, but then they say, "Oh, it's Don King." Because his <laughs> hair like, sticking oh. straight up, and it's like the hair. And yeah, I mean, good job, Chris. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and so now then Walker gets away by taking his bird and the scepter and falling down and not really 
falling into the water, but he falls into the water and it's fucking whatever. They get the scepter back and everybody's saying their goodbyes, but Mikey doesn't want to leave. Raph doesn't want to leave. And they're both like, yeah, why don't we just stay here? Because we're accepted here. We're not freaks. We get recognized. I mean, hell, we're gods here, practically. Let's just stay. But Makes sense to me. Yeah, but that doesn't happen. Uh, and so they all go back. There's receipt paper flying everywhere. Casey says bye to the honor guards. And for a second, Mikey doesn't make it back. Um, but then so it, they do. And the guy's wearing Mikey's uh board shorts again for no reason at all um i loved this one part that uh kenshi makes it back and um uh, mitsu's in the hallway and they're like you're here blah 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 and then they kiss and there's just this red light above them (laughs) whatever i didn't notice that yeah it just happens they kiss and there's just a red light and it's like what's this the um is that is that the the scene change now what's why is this happening um but and that's basically it's the filter it. from the beginning of the film. Yeah, they had to use it one more time, get their money's worth. Um, uh, and Mikey regrets coming back, but Splinter's like, I'm going to cheer you up and put your lampshade on my head like Elvis in Blue Hawaii, and everything's fine again. They're dancing again. April and Casey are hanging out. The end of the movie. Oh, the God, end of an era. Here. Um. Let's do a couple of fun facts, and we'll read everybody's responses. Uh, We got a good bit of replies on the social medias, but one thing I want to mention real quick, on my Blu-ray version of this movie, it has the subtitle of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. I've not seen that subtitle next to the movie title anywhere else. Has anyone seen that anywhere else besides the game and the... um... No, it's not. not I was just wondering if it was maybe... Um, So... I, I on on the um, Wikipedia it has a movie poster and there it does say underneath the the title it says the turtles are back in time. Eh, yeah. So close enough, I guess. But it just it was I didn't there. notice that until I was putting it in for this uh, watch this uh, yeah this viewing and everything. I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, some fun facts. Uh, Mitsu. Um, who was in this movie was actually initially supposed to be the female fighter in TMNT tournament fighters on SNES, but her character was changed and then renamed to Asuka or Asuka. I'm probably saying that wrong. Sorry. Uh, Let's see what else. So this film was originally to be followed by, Oh, I'm sorry. I misspoke. It was going to have a fourth installment that was going to be called the next mutation. And with this, um, they were going to have like a second transformation that kind of came up at a certain age for all of them, the turtles and splinter. And there was going to be a fifth turtle named Kirby, apparently named after Jack Kirby. uh, And all of that kind of evolved into the live action TV show, but they did use kind of the next mutation thing eventually in the cartoon, like way later in the 10th season. That was a weird thing. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any other fun facts before we get into get into the listener responses? I have some final thoughts. Like, sure. I, I would just, I in, in, in an alternate world, I wish you know there was a way that I'm not saying now, but in '93, if like they could have somehow got the Jackie Chan on board with all the and his crew, and like maybe like Joe Dante, the director of Gremlins, Gremlins Two, mm-hmm. you know, 
and blended those two, you could have ended up with something that, you know, would have been more maybe family friendly, you know, mm-hmm. been fun and, and had that crazy Muppetness, you know, that, that the second film maybe was trying to go for, or this film doesn't get anywhere near. Yeah. But like at the same time, um, they're just, I just think like that first movie was, it was uh what do you call that magic mistake? You know, like, like <laughs> happy <laughs> like, accident, or happy something. accident. Yeah. 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 Like it was just like, it's hard to re like now you can recreate it because we have enough technology and, and, and there's the, the it's not, it's hard or expensive, but they're trying to do this, whatever they're trying to do, man. Like it was, this came out, it was like, I remember liking the earnest, the later earnest films more than this movie. You know, Some like, of the later <laughs> films were good. Like uh, Scared Stupid was amazing. Um, Scared, yeah, yeah Scared but then there's like the Halloween the film. Practical and, effects. You know, there's some not so great. There's remember Big Top Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. Like if it came down to watching Big Top Pee Wee or this, Big Top Pee Wee all day long. Yeah, I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's not a good, it's not a good thing. You know, <laughs> like, so. I think though it's a very, if you want to, I always say if, if you want to make things for a living, then watch stuff like this and go. Well, if I was handed this fucking script, what could I have done differently with the same fucking tools? Like if I have no fucking choice, you know, like where start could I over. start over? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get some fucking better lenses first off. Like they just don't. There's no lens work in this film like everything's flat like it's just here's the shot everything's in focus here's the shot everything's in focus there's no depth of field or anything there's no depth of field there's no default there's nothing man like Mm -hmm. everything's just compressed flat in the way a tv show everything would be compressed flat you know yeah just not not as much soul not as much uh it's a cash it has something to say if you can work that in there as much as possible right like right Yeah, it's a weird thing. Um, it's just it's the weakest of them. I I like I sometimes pretend that it doesn't exist. Um, you know, maybe we'll talk about it at some point. But the CG one that came after this, I enjoyed that one, uh, and it was it was a better movie overall than this. I thought, but we don't need to get into that right now. Uh, so we're we got we we decided we reach out to the fans again, the people that listen to us and and deal with us and our opinions on this stuff. Uh, Ichabod Brain on the Discord, you guys can hop into our Discord. We always leave a link for it in the description of these things. Um, Ichabod Brain says, wasn't that the bad one with like time travel hijinks and Casey Jones babysits some samurais? My condolences to all of you. Um, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Avalie says, oh, that's a bad one for sure travel back in time and i think casey's there and splinter uh and but the turtles like their freckles and aging spots the turtles look horrible and he said good luck not staring at the off-putting mouths um (laughs) but he will say i will give it this uh they actually fight more than in the two actual first and the weapon usage i don't know about either of those though um and he and he finally goes i'm surprised there wasn't some sort of colgate commercial with how much they really want you to see the turtles horse teeth <laughs> so, the yeah. teeth are very off-putting. I'll say that. It's, just... When you're talking about yeah. Casey mm-hmm. babysitting the samurai, 
I'm like, what a missed opportunity, right? To just, again, cut back to the New York where the theme to Night Court starts playing. You know, like they're in a cab, you know, he's taking it through Central Park and they're beating up thugs together. You know? Yeah. They go on the subway, you know? Something. They they just could have done a lot more with them, I think, yeah. Um. And then on the Twitters, at XBud says, I remember not enjoying it back in the day because it got too goofy. I'd probably appreciate it now a bit more, though. I don't know. Uh, at Skill Gym says, gets a bad rap, but I'd say it's my favorite of the three films. Feudal Japan was new to me and pretty fascinating as a kid. Um, at Idols of Autumn says, that movie should never have existed. As far as I'm <laughs> concerned, it never did. And... <laughs> And then, sure your thoughts. Um, and then at uh, Derek Torres, one says they're following in my nightmares, and he actually had a that like static Mikey mask pick that you also put on a uh, Twitter sketch. Um, and then on Facebook, oh boy, here we go. Strap in. Uh, we'll read the quick ones and then the long ones. Ethan W says big wasted potential. Fuck this movie. Giovanni <laughs> Giovanni M says awful movie. And then we got. We got some intensity. Joel N says, I only remember these. Uh, I only remember three things about this movie. First are the samurai attacking April's Walkman. When it started playing Gloria Estefan's Conga, there's a kid named Yoshi saved from a burning house. Turtles joke about bungee jumping without a bungee uh, because the villain fell off the cliff. I probably should watch it again because I remember finding it okay at the time. Adam C says, Don't watch it again. No, don't bother. We we gave you the, what you needed. Adam C says, They push these movies out way too quickly. The first one was absolutely perfect for the time, still holds up. Second one was just okay. This one, saw it in theaters, never had the urge to watch it again. I guess it could have some comedic value, like Surf Ninjas or something. Just a bizarre choice. We need Krang. We need a freaking Samurai or Ninjas or whatever. We definitely didn't need Michael Bay. Still haven't even bothered watching those. The character designs angered me enough as it was. So, everybody loves this movie just as much as we do. <laughs> but the reason that we did bring this up, uh, it was Chris's brilliant idea to watch this one in particular. But uh, we have a new feature coming up in issue 9 of Mega Visions of Game vs. Game, which is going to actually be the Sega Genesis Teenage Mutant nah, Teen Hyperstone Heist versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time. Myself and Chris V are going to be debating those things. Um, I'm excited for that, though, and it, I, I'm more excited for that article and feature than I was to watch this movie. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I can say that. And <laughs> also, like, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Sketch's April O'Neil piece when it's is when it's complete. I'm excited to not. Yeah, if I'd be fucking done too. If this fucking this is, this thing's killing me, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm almost done, and then I get the stomach flu. I'm like, what is this? I want you guys to know, I haven't actually thrown up since October 1990. Like, I remember the fucking exact moment when you watched this just movie. Got, uh, yeah, I got Batman the movie on VHS, and I fucking watched it and ate way too much fucking popcorn and licorice and shit. Oh dear. And nice. I threw it all up. And that's, I mean, all my life, I haven't thrown up once. And I remember sitting in that sink going, like, this is where my, my run ends. You know? Like, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I've been able to hold out this whole time, you know? <laughs> yep. And uh, I don't like it, man. Like, I don't, I don't like any of this shit. So I'll, I'll be back on it this week. Um, Sweet. You know? 
Um, and then we're going to continue some more Turtles hype to lead into this next issue. Uh, because on Wednesday, Odin and I are going to be streaming uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan on the Xbox One. But here's the thing that's kind of stupid about this game. And, and Scotty, we, we talked about it a bit on Discord, is that um, there is a way to play it like four-player co-op. But mm -hmm. it's only online. There is mm -hmm. no local co-op. Locally, it's only one player. Mm -hmm. So here's what this is what literally what we're going to have to do to be able to get this work. Fortunately, we have two Xbox One. But I bought one copy, and so I'm going to have to go out and find another copy of the game. Mm -hmm. And so then we're going to have to bring both Xboxes up here, hook them up to two different TVs, so we can at least be in the same room and play like we're playing co-op. And that's how this is going to have to happen. It's just the most like tedious, stupid, uh, just like this setup. Movie. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I I love Platinum Games, but I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know when they made that decision of like, yes, like it should have online co-op. That's great, but also like couch co-op is super important for these Turtles games. They've always been, you know, like a really big part of of Turtles games when you have multiple turtles you could control and everything um, with these beat-em-up style games it's just it, i don't get it stupid but anyway like i said that's going to be on wednesday um so we should be starting around like 7 30 or so but we'll we'll be yeah, so up that. next time we all get together we should play retro palooza where did i hear about that recently someone else was talking about that oh tmnt retro palooza is awesome dude um, what, it's, is that like a, a is, is that the fan hack or something? Yeah, but it's more than a hack, dude. It's like the kind of game we wish we all got. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's got every fucking character, dude. It's super awesome. Okay. Yeah. So for patrons of the magazine, you'll get to hear this on Wednesday, and hopefully by the time you hear this, you'll check out that stream as well. Um, for the public, this will be out on the following Friday. Uh, but regardless, we got some more Turtle stuff coming up uh, for the issue and other things around the issue as well. But don't forget to hop on that Patreon and just keep up with us through Discord, Twitter, social media areas. Uh, thank you so much for everybody that sent in their thoughts about this movie and their prayers. Um, and uh, thank you, Sketchcraft and Chris, for joining me on another bodacious journey. Calabunga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> just make, make the shitty turtle sequels end. That's yeah. why that's what I want to just come on. I want a man in suit Netflix fucking series. You know, shoot out in in in, in New York like they did the Daredevil stuff. Put some fun in it. It doesn't have to be all grim and gritty. Bring back the original Hanson designs. Fucking come on, guys. Like this is 2020. We 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 have the technology. We can do this. Like, like what is what is going on? Hey. For the love of God Almighty, just make a fucking fun turtles anything, please. It's not hard, Nickelodeon. Do it. Make it happen. But that's going to do it for the sideshow, everybody. We are up, over, and gone.
Yeah. 